Welcome to Jim's BBQ. Can I take your order? <laughs> Only because, like, she was like, we kept, like, doing this weird voice every time, like, we would talk about my Philip Sonica. We'd just go, Philip Sonica. Like, where the M&M's kind of, like, they don't really... Really? Change. I get I get warmer and I get harder, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you stand so high and you have that fucking, like, ginormous bladder. She's like... Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. My peeing has nothing to do with the internet. Or, like, if you're... Okay, I want to stop talking about, like, I'm murdering someone. If you were... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> The ass, the crack in the ass, like an ass like yours and mine. I need three hash browns smothered, covered in blood. I need fucking four and a half waffles. I need fucking, you know, blueberry toast and sausage, everything. Hello and welcome to episode 191 of Jim's BBQ Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Dylan. No, just kidding. Jim's not here again. Jim's not here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're doing another episode without Jim. He's uh he's on assignment. Still. Yes. It's a long assignment. Uh but he's on do, tour. Yeah. We 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 do have a special guest with us, Dylan, do we not? We do. We have a, a very special guest. Yeah. So, uh he, and we... he's waving on a non-live <laughs> <laughs> podcast. It's what everyone kids. does. Where, where the video is only for us, really. But, yeah. Uh, are you going to intro our guest? Yeah. August West is in-house. And August is a, a frequent contributor to the... A frequent, uh, a frequent uh, contributor <laughs> to the Diary of Doom podcast. And, yeah. hey, and sister hey, podcast. Hey, everybody. Yeah. And he's even... He's popped in on a few of our uh, live shows, too. A frequent... Uh, a frequent uh, commenter on our live shows that we've done in the past. Yeah. yeah so welcome to Jim's BBQ, where we talk about everything but barbecue. <laughs> we have talked about barbecue, like one, maybe like if we, if we had to like go through all of the topics we've addressed, which sounds like an incredibly tedious task uh, and like categorize them. I think barbecue would probably make up like 1% of the topics yeah we, we do probably have like one of the worst like names for a podcast that doesn't have anything to do with what's in the name of the podcast it's ironic yeah i i do have to say though like i i, I uh sent you like a uh it was like a thing with like a podcast name generator thing and was, oh yeah oh, that was pretty funny it was pretty appropriate and i was like <laughs> it fits right in i think at least uh, I can find it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I'll look. I'll look it up while you do the. Uh, oh, like while well, I do the social media. Uh, you, you know, I did want to say one other thing though. We did get an email recently, and we get these occasionally. August, it's like um, solicitation emails. Oh yeah, uh, oh. from like place not not that kind of solicitation. <laughs> Don't get oh. too excited. It, it's like companies that are like trying to like start out with like a business that has to do with barbecue and they offer to send us samples and shit. Like this one was like for like barbecue seasoning. And I, I told Jim, like he should just reply. Cause I, I just want to see, like, 
I, you guys I aren't. See what he would reply with, because then we could use it on the podcast. Because yeah, totally. You know, like if we if we had Dylan reply, it would be incredibly eloquent and you know well worded and whatnot. And I, I think my response it wouldn't be as good as Dylan's, but it would be you know somewhat coherent. Mm-hmm. So I was I was really kind of hoping to get Jim to reply to that email and offer them to be on the show just to see what what kind of message would get sent. Okay. But he just wouldn't bite on it. Nope. But we do get those occasionally, like where it's like barbecue seasonings or like ways to ways to make your Thanksgiving turkey. Uh not not dry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or or ways to barbecue your Thanksgiving turkey. Mm. Like we had one of those like a couple of years ago. You remember that, Dylan? No, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. And it was like, we we saw the email like three months later. And I'm like, Jim, you haven't been checking the fucking email. So now I check it like once a week. I would definitely be getting them to hook up the, the dry rubs. Yeah. Sounds I, good. I, I, you know? I think so, man. <laughs> and especially as we get, I mean, well, I mean, we're in February right now, but. You know, March is right around the corner. We'll start getting a little warmer out. You know, it might be time mm-hmm. to get the grill out and start grilling up some meats. Hell yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe maybe getting some uh, dry rub samples might be uh, might be a good thing, right? It really you know, does just, sound like code for something. <laughs> well, just because the yep. you don't ever talk about barbecue on the podcast doesn't mean you can't talk about barbecue on the podcast. This is yeah, true. Exactly. And Dylan, you never should dry rub. It's <laughs> it's got its time in its place. Yeah, exactly. I'll say that a lot of people overuse it in situations you, you where they're not supposed to. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm. Moisturize, man. I'm gonna go Wait. with Mike on this one. <clears throat> Brian, Brian, Brian. August. When's your, you when's your birthday again? April eighth. Whatever you do, don't confuse the fucking hand sanitizer. Uh, yeah, definitely don't do that. That could burn. What was the last text you sent to you? No, just no. You're just, just literally the, the last. Te- the... Yeah, literally the last text message you sent. <laughs> you know, so, he's just like the, the, the best. We didn't get the. You, you can't do the visual on this podcast, but it was like all of a sudden, like his phone came out of nowhere. It was like whoosh. Like, <laughs> am I, it was like the look it's of. A, am I in trouble? It's a. It's a it's a it's a, a message to my friend Jeffrey, and it says, "Doesn't sound fun at all." <laughs> so the name of your podcast is "Doesn't Sound Fun at All: A Brilliant New Perspective." <laughs> That's perfect. That works. it works. It works. It does. It really does. Yo, what what, what was what was yours, Mike? It was pretty good too. Oh, um, well, I guess we'll just do it in the moment. But yours originally was pretty funny. Oh, it was running late, <laughs> slight car issue. A critical look at the English language. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put no commas in it, though. Just have it one straight across. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not even going to lie. This is really fucking funny. So the last text I sent was to Sarah Shocker, and I referred to her as Little Crabby Lady. So with that, it would be Little Crabby Lady, history's best kept secret. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm intrigued already. Yeah, that is very uh, intriguing. 
That's like the time uh, I I was doing something and I saw I was like flipping through a paper, a, a local um uh like an East Coast rocker you guys would have or like the the um what was the one that like it's like where they show all the where they tell you all the concerts, the local concerts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I swear it was the name of a band. I know that now, but at the time I didn't. And all it said was half man, half biscuit. <laughs> half man, half biscuit. I was intrigued. I still I never mean, forgot that. I mean, why wouldn't you be, right? Mm-hmm. Half man, half biscuit. You know? I mean, you guys, I mean, you've gone to some <coughs> music festivals. I saw you guys talking about Dessert Fest earlier. And, uh, <laughs> And uh, some of the music festivals I go to aren't aren't the ones like maybe you don't know the band, but they have a really fun name. Aren't those the ones that you go, you know what? I got to go see what this is all about. Mm-hmm. Just it, you may not even check out the music beforehand, but you go, I mm-hmm. got to go check out Half Moon, Half Biscuit or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Or Half Man, Half Biscuit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. I've done that before. Yeah. You know? Great, a great example of that is that band Moon Alice. You know that band Moon oh, Alice? Oh, right, yeah. yeah I've heard I, I'm, I used to see them so many times playing at a festival, and they always play earlier in the day. Yeah. And, like, I never, you know, I was just like, eh. But then, like, when I actually saw them, though, I was like, whoa. I should have been yeah. watching this band more. Well, it's like, I mean, years ago, and I, I'll bring it back to barbecue. Um, years ago, uh there's a band, a local band playing at um, a barbecue restaurant. And then, but they were opening up for somebody. And I was like, I looked at my brother and I went, man, we got it. We should go see this show. I was like, the the local band, their name is Moho Collective. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, this other band that's headlining, just for <clears> the <throat> name alone, we should go see them. Uh, it was Pigeons playing ping pong. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they were playing, we went, and it was a show for 15 people. <laughs> nobody showed up. Because yeah, it, yeah. it was just like, you know, like one of those, like, <laughs> they're touring around, but nobody knows who the hell they are. I mean, it was like they're, like, maybe a couple years into their, like, just their start and, uh, like, when they started touring. And, like, it, it's crazy to see, like, how they've moved up, like, um in the festival lineups of like the shows I go, like the fests I go to, but mm-hmm. it, yeah, that, totally that's one of those it. ones you see the name and you just go, yeah, I got to go check that out. <laughs> but you know what? I'll tell you what, if you want to check out everything that Jim's BBQ is doing, you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jim's BBQ pod. Uh, it's also not a whole heck of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, because but... Jim doesn't post the episodes up or do the <laughs> social media or, we're gonna blame Jack the whole the whole time he's gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can follow us on inactive, and by inactive I mean active uh, Twitter and Instagram at Jim's BBQ Pod, and you can also email us if you're inclined to do so at Jim's BBQ. No, that's not how you fucking do it. At Jim's BBQ Pod at gmail.com. Yeah, you can email us all your uh, for like if you have sauces or seasonings or anything you want us to try. Email dry us those, man. We'll, we'll, dry rubs. Dylan will personally try the dry rubs on his meat. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. put it right here down my, right on my, ch- my, my open chin strap. 
yeah, you can also check us out on our uh, website uh, where you can get the episodes, as Jim would say, fresh from the grill at www.jimsbbqpod.com. Or you can go out to... You can go out to any of your favorite podcast applications and download and subscribe and do all those good things that we would love for you to do if you haven't done so already. Oh, there's the podcast noises. Got to give the people yeah. what they want. See, I rolled doobies because I, I didn't want to like be like a bubbling away over here. But Yeah, well... Okay. <laughs> Um, you, you know, you know that's the thing is, is you, you've seen us do some of the live episodes. It's the magic of editing, <laughs> like so much of this shit out. I just so leave it the in. Weird, awkward pauses. Yeah, I, I go through. I won't say with a fine tooth comb, but with a comb and kind of get rid of a lot of shit. That's to each their own, right, Dylan? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned <laughs> what did you refer to Sarah as in your text message? A <laughs> little crabby lady. <laughs> little crabby lady. So this this coming Sunday, you and your little crabby lady will be celebrating Valentine's Day. Yes. And actually Hopefully by the she time won't be too ep- crabby. And by the time this episode drops, yeah. it'll be past Valentine's Day. Exactly. So what did you what did you get the little crabby lady for Valentine's Day? <laughs> well, I went with the nautical theme. Uh <laughs> so oh. um uh mondo um mondo tees mondo posters mondo news whatever like the mondo brand uh they actually do a series of tiki glasses that are pop culture inspired in fact the brand is called mondo tiki's so i saw these and i don't know we both think that valentine's day is kind of lame but you know we were able we were able to do some fun stuff with it like last year we went to a concert. Um, shockingly, last year we went to a concert. But uh, I saw these online and they're based on from the, the HP Lovecraft story, The Shadow Over Innsmouth, which kind of, I don't know, was like the first fish person, like fish people, mer people, mer people, deep, deep ones, I think is what they're called. Kind of yeah. where they introduce like the character Dagon. And uh, they made tiki glasses. And I was like, oh, you know what? This is really fun. And then we can have fun like cocktails over the weekend. So I got a, I got an easy uh, tiki drink to make with those. And you, I got them. Did a, you get like the little tiny umbrellas? Uh, they didn't come with the glasses, but I'm sure I could get them at the liquor store when I go tomorrow. Maybe maybe the little swords so you can put some cherries on on the swords. Well, I was told to get uh, I'll be making a gin uh, cocktail, so I don't think cherries really go with gin. Very. And would you be going right to Ridgewood Super Cellars for all of your liquor store needs? Uh, No, I would be going to Mason's Cellar down the road over on Franklin. Uh, Well, that's much more convenient. Yes. So, yeah, I got two of those. I got a a blue one and a green one. Um, They had a brown one, too, but I I don't know. I didn't really want to a poop colored fish person. Uh, so yeah, once for me, once for Sarah. And uh, you, don't, you wouldn't want to make the crabby lady more crabby by getting a poop colored one. Yeah, exactly. So I thought, I thought these would be fun, you know? Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah. They're really neat. So Mondo does some cool shit. They also have Godzilla and King Kong ones coming out because of, 
the upcoming Kong versus Godzilla, which looks incredibly stupid, but I definitely will be getting very stoned and very drunk and watching that movie. <laughs> As you should, right? Yes. So I, I actually got something for uh, Liz for Valentine's Day, and I, I already I got something it. for you. Sorry, for my I had baby. To just, I just drop that in for Jim. Oh yeah. Oh, he won't fucking listen. Are you shitting me? No. He barely listens I... to the episodes when he's on them. <laughs> You're expecting him to listen, like, and I mean, listen while we're recording them, August, not like, <laughs> not not afterwards. I meant while we're recording them. Yeah, I I decided to get uh, Liz. Um, I don't know if I want to say the word complained or expected something for Christmas or her birthday, and I didn't get it for her. So I decided, oh, Valentine's Day is coming up. I might as well just uh, get her this for Valentine's Day. And it worked out quite well, to be honest with you. Um, so the reason why I say it worked out quite well is because, you know, like one of the colors for Valentine's Day, like the theme colors is pink, right? So I got her a, um, I got her a Philips Sonicare toothbrush that's pink. <laughs> Only because, like, she was like, we kept like doing this weird voice every time, like, we would talk about my Philip Sonicer. We just go Philip Sonicer. And, <laughs> what? Uh, Why? And just because that's what goofy people do. Like sometimes <laughs> we just do weird voices for shit. And... I mean, yes. Like, so you have like, uh, at, like Sarah and I have our like own memes, basically. Like that yeah. are kind of like, um, I guess you'd call them an inside joke. Right. But, yes. Your your own memes. Yeah, so she expected this thing for Christmas or birthday. I didn't get it for her. So I was like, I was tooling around Amazon uh, like earlier in the week and I saw, I was like, uh, I was like, you know, I'm going to get her the Philip Sonicer for Valentine's Day. I think she'll get a kick out of that. And I'm like looking around at them and stuff like that. I was like, oh man, they have them in different colors. Oh, and they have a pink one. That's perfect for Valentine's Day. So I got her a toothbrush for Valentine's Day. You know, I if you, you would if, appreciate that. Well, know? my comment back to that is uh, if you had gotten that for her without the inclination and you thought it was a good idea, she might take it the wrong way. Right, right. Yeah. yeah it's like I, when you I, offer I, somebody gum. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why yeah, are you giving me gum? Why are you offering me gum? I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, there's times like, like, you know, if unless somebody like outright asks for like an appliance or something like that, maybe you don't, you know, get them a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> you know, unless they're like, Oh my God, I really want this Dyson. You know, you don't, mm -hmm. you don't get that for them as like a, a gift on a whim. It's maybe something, Dylan, you might learn in the future. Well, it's like if you would or if you, you keep that in mind for the future. How about that? If you bought a vacuum for new homeowners, I think that would be like and you didn't announce oh, it. Oh, right, 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 right. Like as a housewarming gift, sure. Like if if your if your mother got you and Sarah a new vacuum cleaner, like as a housewarming gift. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you don't buy a loved one like something like a fucking you know like a, a steam cleaner you know what i mean you're, you're basically implying hey clean up you know it is clean funny. shit now 
Oh man. Right? I got you these special I got you these special cloths for cleaning the windows. Yes. You, you get them like you get them like special cloths in a bottle of Windex. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean just to hammer the point even further home, August, right? Mm-hmm. Bad idea. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because that actually is a thing that happened in my home. Uh, a friend of mine gave another friend of mine a series of uh, high-end uh, cloths to clean the windows with. Oh my! God. And there was like a there was like a situation that we we're talking about. It's it's pretty funny. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, unless they're like, oh, I, I really could use these. The dog is leaving dog snot all over the windows. <laughs> that's what but it was, there was about. like some sort of conversation <laughs> that well occurred. again that's but that's a different that's the scenario is different there it's like it has to be unexpected because it's like if i'm like hey right. if i'm like uh hey sarah like the vacuum cleaner's been acting up we should like it's still like it's functional but it's making life kind of you know difficult to like stay tidy smell it smells bad <laughs> I mean, if listen, I didn't have that discussion, and then like I, I gave her the toothbrush, and I just went, "Oh my god, your gingivitis is unbearable." After I handed it to her, <laughs> that just does not play well, does it? Dude, I remember uh, at Super Sellers, we bought like one of the like a hand vac just to like clean out, like you know, just like on the counter and whatnot. Yeah. And I remember after like a week of that, like. Maybe not a week, maybe like a couple of weeks. But after a couple of weeks of just like vacuuming up stuff, like we would turn it on and there would just be like this turret of just like fucking old cheese smell coming out of it. <laughs> like I hated using it because it just like as it just smelled so fucking terrible. Ugh, I'm we we would, but like the fucking, I think just like the grease and like the stench of the cheese would eventually, it just lingered in there. Like, you know, dust doesn't smell like anything. So I like mean, what? Could you Febreze it or something? I mean, I'm just trying to think of like alternatives here. I don't know. I'm, I don't work there anymore. So I I'm know, just gonna, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just, just trying to tell like, you a funny story. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing. I'm picturing the heat from the motor. Uh, exciting the cheese molecules and making them stink. That's what that's what, that's what I'm picturing. Yeah, I, I just think that there's like there, there's times when you can get away with maybe gifting somebody something like that for Valentine's Day, but there's clearly you, you gotta you gotta be careful. You don't oh, yeah. want to offend somebody, right? Especially on a day like that. And I know, I mean, I don't put a lot of stock into like the flowers and stuff like that either, but. I get that sometimes people like that sort of thing. They like that surprise. If it's a surprise, like if they're not expecting it, it's a really cool thing. But you yeah. got to plan it well. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you just can't, you can't do the same thing every year. You know, you got to, you know, make mm -hmm. it unique or something or do something special for it. If you're going to do anything, which I think your tiki mugs are, you know, like a, a good, nice kind of thing to do. And then to do like the, uh, do the cocktails with it too. It's a nice combo. Yeah, I, so. I think it. Yeah, I think it's a. I I generally think that it is a holiday that people have invested way too much pressure on. Like, mm. oh, certainly. You know, so, and I mean, and it, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like where you're at, I mean, it's definitely gonna be. It's gonna be a little bit different this year than it was, say, last. In that the restaurants are really gonna still struggle because they're not gonna be able to seat like what they did. 
Yeah, know, but we, you know, years. I don't know. Going out to dinner on Valentine's Day is, it's like such a nightmare. You have to like make reservations like so far in advance. I'd rather just make dinner at home. It's more Liz fun. and I went. Liz and I went out to dinner last year for it, but we went to like this like small little Jamaican place and had jerk chicken. It was Beautiful. awesome. That sounds awesome. It was awesome. I could not complain about that at all. It's awesome. Valentine's Day is the most busiest day of the year for uh, restaurants, by the way. What is? Valentine's Day. Oh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's the the worst. Um, Like the last restaurant I was working at, we did a million and a half on Valentine's Day. Wow. It was fucking insane. Yeah. I thought thought Mother's Day was like super busy. Well, no, Mother's Day is really busy for brunch. It's brunch. It's the second, yeah. it's the second brunch. Um, yeah. So, but like, as far as dinner service goes. Valentine's day. Valentine's day. Yeah. Can, can I tell it's you a quick brunch story? Ooh, brunch. Just, it, it was, um, I'm trying to think if it was father's day or mother's day. We went to my, uh, my dad, uh, is retired. And during this, like the warmer months up here, he'll, he works at a golf course and they have like a, like a banquet thing, uh, like banquet room type thing, you know, where they might do weddings and stuff like that. So like dirt, like in the spring, they'll do a brunch for mother's day and they'll do a brunch for uh, father's day. They do Friday night fish fry, which is a big thing. I don't know if that's a thing where you guys are at, but you know, like it, during Lent, a lot sure. of places will do Friday night fish fry. <laughs> I went so, to one once. I mean, a, that's like what a that's weird like a, memory I have of that. I mean, that's like a weekly thing up here. Like a lot of people really <sighs> like their fish fry. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big out fan Ar- of Arizona it, was the same way when I lived there. Yeah. Um. So we we went. I think it was for Father's Day. We go to this brunch at this golf club, and it's not swanky by any stretch of the imagination. But they have like you know all the brunch food, and they have then they. They kind of get into some of the lunch food, you know, obviously what brunch is. And then they have like a dessert bar, right? And they have like some cakes and stuff like that. They also have like a make your own Sunday bar. And um, I really wasn't paying that close attention to what I was putting on my Sunday as I was making it. I was, you know, scooped out some ice cream, put some whipped cream on there, put some nuts, put some chocolate fudge, maybe a brownie, I think. And then I scooped what I thought were M&M's. They weren't M&M's. Right next to the M&M's, they had an entire bowl of Skittles. Oh. oh damn. That's, <laughs> that's sugar overload. Well, well the, it's the, the wrong problem, kind of it's the wrong kind of sweetness. And the, yeah, and the, and the texture, opinion. too. And the texture, the, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. hard as fuck. Yeah, it's... Yeah, especially like when, <laughs> when when they're up against ice cream and the ice cream is like ice cold. Oh, and they're even harder. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was well, they're the fruit. They're normally yeah. fruit flavored, right? Like you wouldn't yeah. like, make a sun yeah. want a sundae with chocolate and caramel and nuts right, and delicious exactly, yeah. savoriness and, and then put you, like, friggin' you, fruit skittles on it. And you get like an orange flavored Skittle with or not an orange, like even orange might go with the chocolate, but like a lemon or lime Skittle. well it's it's also just like it's very obviously like fake flavoring too because like i oh, think you could so probably fake. 
Yeah. I think you could like put in a cherry or a strawberry on your Sunday or, you know, some banana slices like it. Fruit does mm-hmm. work. It's just like not that kind of, you know, fr- you know. Yes. Nonsense. Yeah. Well, especially as they get colder and they get harder. Like where the M&Ms kind of like they don't really. Really? Change. I get I get warmer and I get harder, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Are, do we have to go back and talk about Valentine's Day some more? <laughs> and the the difference between using the hand sanitizer and maybe using some other fluids. Oh, why do you have to use fluids? Because we were talking about not. Um, you got to make sure that you moisturize. <laughs> don't I'm dry sorry. that shit out, man. I'm sorry. Please continue. I I don't have anything else. I was just talking. You know, I was saying about the brunch. <laughs> Don't you got to be careful, man? Look for the M and not for the fucking S. You're all about being careful tonight. Be careful and don't dry rub and be careful. Don't eat Skittles when you are grown for the M and M's. Yes. Be careful. Don't get your partner an insulting gift. It's a cautionary tale this evening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fucking good. I lost a nug of weed. I'm really upset. I don't know. Uh oh. Oh well. Why don't you just like smoke the entire apartment? You'll you're bound to find it then. It was pretty smoky in here before because I made a pork chop on the, uh, on the the cast iron, the cast iron grill pan. Oh man, I was gonna guess like when you pause, I was gonna say the George Foreman grill. No, oh, I just knocked the weed. The, the panini press. I found it. I found it. Nice. It was. It was. Oh, that's why it was sitting on a green sticker. So I didn't see it. Oh, that'll do it every time. <laughs> Have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> Unplug it. Wait five seconds. Well, Plug that's the in. joke on the IT crowd. Like I was they, gonna say, that's IT crowd. I, they I like oh, they're it? they like it's Chris O'Dowd. You know who that is, August? No clue. Is that uh, the guy with the big bro thing? In that show? No, no, no. That's Richard Iote. And uh, oh. Chris O'Dowd is like the, the, the Scottish or the Irish guy. He's like, oh, it's me, Chris O'Dowd. You should have brought this up last week when we had Liz on. She is such a fucking fan of that show. I like it too. Um, you know, We it, might have to have her back on just for this conversation at some point. Yeah, that's cool with me. You guys can geek out about that. <laughs> I think we have geeked out about it before, but like the, the recurring bit is like, they'll get a phone call and it's just like, and it's him. And he's just like, IT department. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Goodbye. And like, it's, it's like a th- five second call. I've had those calls. Oh, I'm sure. Didn't you have a good one? Like last week, it was like, uh, it was like somebody called you. At, or sent in a ticket and they were just like the volume of my computer's not working and you're like have you tried unmuting it and they just wrote back like thank you so much <laughs> oh god so we use we use like remote access soft software and it's curious like the volume like the or the sounds that are coming through the PC when we the remote access software we use will actually play through our speakers. Like their music will play yeah. through your... Well, well, oh. Yeah. So one of one of my fellow technicians actually muted. He thought his speakers, but he actually muted theirs, and they couldn't figure out why, 
why their music, their serious XM wasn't playing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <sighs> but anyway. They're like, oh my god, you fixed it. You're a genius. I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> You're just an idiot. <laughs> you should just look for the big red X over the speaker. Yeah, it's like so obvious. Like, <laughs> well, to you at like what age twenty nine or whatever the hell you are at this point, <laughs> like age twelve. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have said that maybe about ten years ago, right? Like five years ago. <laughs> ah, I wouldn't say two that. years ago. No. <laughs> oh boy, maybe seven or eight years ago, but not now. You're, you're you're much more uh, mature at this age. I try, man. I, I'm giving you some props. I'm you, you've definitely. Uh... It's not hard to do in this day and age. What give you props? No, like just to act mature with all these fucking reprobates walking about. Uh, dude, Fuck, if I, if I can, that. if if I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh man. Well, can I can I tell you guys a story of? Oh um, yeah, yeah. You had your weird story, right? Well, I, I'll tell you. Speaking of maturity or lack thereof, I'll tell you a story that happened last Friday that maybe maybe was somewhat like immature, but I didn't realize it. Um, and I don't even know if immature might be the right word. Just um, not cognizant of surroundings. I guess at certain times might be a more proper way to put it. Like putting um, skittles on a Sunday. Exactly. <laughs> did you throw a temper tantrum, Mike? Uh, no, I did get pissed off on uh, Monday though about something. Um, <laughs> I smash. No, no. Um, so Friday I took the day off, and uh, Liz was Liz was working, but I got up. It was probably about nine o'clock, and. I was kind of bleary eyed and I just, she's, she started, she started in on a zoom call and she's working in a room that happens to be across the uh, hallway from our bathroom. I didn't think anything about it. I didn't, I, I, I knew she started the zoom call and I think it was just with one of, one of her coworkers. And I just walked into the bathroom, closed the door, stood over the toilet and just started peeing for <laughs> What she said seemed like at least two or three minutes. <laughs> the best way that she could put it, she's like, it reminded her if you've seen the movie The Naked Gun, mm-hmm. like when like no- Leslie Nielsen leaves the microphone on. I was gonna say he Austin Powers. Like, he like farts. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah. but she's <laughs> like, she's like, the problem is, is you stand up so high from the toilet. I'm like six foot five, August. She's mm. like, yeah, dude, if you guys ever meet. <laughs> oh, it's good. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you stand so high and you have that fucking like ginormous bladder. She's like, well, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it was that just so horrible. And she's like, she's like, it's not like I could mute it because we were the only two people on the call. She's like, you didn't like. I closed the door to the bathroom. She's like, but you could have closed the door to the den that, or the den, the, the room that she's in. That's now like her office since she's been working from home. Um, 
She's like, but none of that happened. <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead, it's just like a full like two minutes of just like, and then the toilet flush, of course. Yeah, that's like the part where it, it like I'm picturing her just being like, "Yep, yep, this is happening," and then just like you know, it it like slowly stops and it's like, and then the toilet just, whoosh, and it's like, "Oh God, that's the final push of the knife." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, fast forward to Monday. I did it again. And- <laughs> No, no. Uh, so uh, there's there's like um, I I work like as I mentioned I work uh, like in an IT department and I kind of like work like a rotating shift with like two other people. So I was like mm-hmm. on like a later shift this week, and um, so she was already up and working by the time I was getting ready to leave for work, but I was. I was doing some chores uh, ahead of that. Like uh, our garbage day is on Monday. So I was getting bagging up garbage and getting ready to take it out to, to the curb. And uh, she, um, she's like, Oh, can you do the bathroom garbage? Right. I'm like, yeah, no problem. So I grab a, I grab a bag. I get ready to dump the, uh, the bin that we have in the bathroom into the bag. And I missed like 90% of the garbage that was in the bin in the bathroom, I missed the bag and dumped it just all over the floor of the bathroom. <laughs> and I just go, son of a bitch! <laughs> She's on another Zoom call, which I just found that out this evening because I told her I was going to uh, I was going to tell the story about the peeing. Wait, the this, all- remi- this reminds me of something though. What's that? This reminds me of a conversation that either happened at the top of the episode last time with Liz or just before where you were you were saying that uh, that you were not going to cause any problems for Liz by being on the computer or doing anything that would involve the Internet use because she was going to be online and it would affect the speed at which her computer is running. Wait a minute. My peeing has nothing to do with the Internet. No, but you no, but you still managed to intrude and create a disturbance during her day, which is what I think is really no, 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 no. Hold on, though. Oh, internet. Internet. My ping did not disturb the Wi-Fi. I'm not talking about the Wi-Fi. I'm talking about you disturbing your wife. (laughs) The download and upload speeds did not change. Oh my god. What are what are you like <laughs> using the fucking Chewbacca defense? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I admit that my my peeing disturbed her Zoom call on Friday. <laughs> I, I'll say there was one saving grace though about the garbage thing. She <laughs> was I on just mute. And I, I took a pee when I was in there anyway. <laughs> no, she she was on mute during the Zoom call on Monday. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, that's so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was fun. So yeah. she was like, oh yeah, by the way, when you yelled, you screamed because you, whatever you were doing in the bathroom on Monday. Yeah. I was on a zoom call then too. And I'm like, oh Jesus. She's like, don't worry. I was on mute for that one. 
<laughs> I was dry rubbing it, Liz. <laughs> She's like, I told you, use lubricant. Oh, I, I, the only thing I could find was hand sanitizer. <laughs> and I went, oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> it burns! <laughs> uh, so that's, is that the car story? No, no. The <laughs> no. Car story. No, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you want to hear that one, or do you want to talk about your gift exchange? Uh Oh, yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, so... Um, kind of break it up a little bit. So, August... Well, you August, what do you do? You do something different. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, uh, for a living? A bad intro. No, no, no. That was a bad <laughs> intro. Let me reset that. So, okay. August and I um have been doing, like exchanging shit like throughout the pandemic i'm sorry <laughs> what are you just like god what a horrible fucking segue that was first august you do something uh, different so august and i have been exchanging gifts <laughs> you, you realize how that sounded like just <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not even high, and that's just like... Yeah, but I am, so that explains a lot. Pretty fucking hilarious <laughs> to me. Anyway, <laughs> August and I have been, um, like, exchanging... Oh my god, I'm, like, crying. <laughs> <laughs> have been doing, like, basically gift exchange throughout the pandemic. Like, send each other some records, you know, uh, send each other, like, just, like, you know, little like right. trinkets, fun stuff like that. Uh, so August, uh, I sent out a birthday uh, box for August. So and he sent uh, he sent one back. Um, well, not birthday, a Christmas one. Sorry. And uh, so he sent one back. And one of the things that he included was was this because uh, August, uh, one of his side things is uh, refurbishing knives, and uh, I. I think you said that this is not really like supposed to be functional, like a functional knife for a lot of like what what that what what he, what he's holding up is a a knife that I had made um, started making for a friend. Uh, it uh, the blade is made out of a bastard file, and the uh, guard is brass bolster, and the handle is made out of a uh, deer antler, and what happened was I was making that for a, uh, a friend uh, and I wasn't happy with the edge geometry on it. The, the blade geometry grinding is a very, it's not easy to do. Um, that's the hardest part about making knives is grinding, putting it, doing your grinds. Um, and uh, that one, I just, it, uh, I was still novice at it, so it didn't come out to my uh expectations so what i did was i halted progress on that or halted work on that and started making another one for him which i in turn finished and sent off but then i had that one sitting around and i said you know what let me send it over to my friend dylan because he opens a lot of packages and whatnot so yeah maybe he can stab a motherfucker with that i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i think that if i was found with this in my possession, I'd get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, don't be like, don't put it out in your pocket and walk around outside with it or anything. Like, I'm sure it's not illegal or anything, but like, it's probably somebody would like the way cops are nowadays. You probably don't want to do that. 
Um, no, no. The, I mean, um, like, I, this would be like pro- maybe like handy if you were like going camp. I mean, Mike, you go camping, so like this might come in handy if you knife. go camping. Uh, well, that's what I made it for. It was a camp knife for for my friend. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. But I mean, like with the fucking with the deer antler hilt, it really has like this, like just like i don't like almost not i don't want to say like lord of the rings but just like this very like kind of dark fantasy like somebody would pull this out in a movie and you would be like wow that knife looks really cool and then like some douchey blade expert would be like actually there's a bunch of reasons why that is not a fully functional and proper knife to use and how these things only can be seen in the movies and it's just like man shut the fuck up the dude using it is a fucking goblin <laughs> mm-hmm. that that sounded like it needed uh dylan it needed a ow ow <laughs> let me put down my barrel aged uh sour ale and let me explain to it, you it explain to you why i'm an expert in knife making <laughs> yes <laughs> It, so uh, my, just as my, a funny year. my family going back, my grandfather fought in in a war, my father in a war before him, and they all grew to appreciate the blade. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, in the knife making community, you see shit like that. I'm not, I'm not surprised. You know you do. You know you do. Oh, you know, I, I think, it, I think it looks pretty cool, man. Well, it's it's also like I mean, it's ornamental for one. It just yeah. looks cool. So like I have it sitting out. On my uh, on my on my bookshelf in the hallway, right, guarding my weed. So, like, if somebody mm. comes in and they try to steal my fucking weed, I'm just gonna fucking Stick stab the shit out of them. <laughs> Sarah's so. gonna come over this weekend. She's, he's gonna be like, "Don't you fucking steal my weed?" <laughs> <laughs> fucking gonna be really crabby, lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not suggesting violence against my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh. No, no. I I was just joking that we no, are no, I actually no way. Her. We are, we so are she's no probably going to see it and be like, what the hell is that? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that looks pretty that looks pretty awesome, dude. Thank um you. <laughs> I first wanted to just give you shit and go, "Oh, so Dylan got like your your seconds." <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But no, I mean, no. I mean, no, no, it's cool. I, I, I think it's, yeah. Well, actually, real quick though, what is what is the purpose of that in a knife? I've never understood. That's called a ricasso, and what the ricasso does is it gives you a line to grind off of. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. all that does. So, that's all that does. That's a guide for the person that's making the knife. So it has There's nothing no, to do with like what the, the rest functionality of, the knife of it. No, absolutely okay. nothing. Whenever you see that, um, all that does is, is give the guy who's making the knife a grinding point. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And it like, I'm thinking like, but what if you stab somebody? Wouldn't it like, wouldn't it like get stuck in them? And I'm like, oh no, because it's all ground to a point. So it just, or like if you're, okay, I want to stop talking about like I'm murdering someone. If you were, <laughs> it, if you were like, you're like, Dylan, what are you going to do with this fucking knife? <laughs> Okay, sorry. If you were gutting a deer, it wouldn't yes. get stuck in the hide because it's been ground to a point here, so it would just cut. I, was like, I don't think it would hamper hamper it that much. Okay, 
I, I was I was gonna suggest like at first when you mentioned camping, Dylan, I was like, oh, you can you can cut you come with us camping this summer. You can I bring it with you. And now I'm kind of I'm kind of second thinking like that whole thought of <laughs> asking you to come camping and bringing the knife because I'm a little afraid now. <laughs> well, I'm gonna like well, cut you open like a tauntaun. Mike, <laughs> Mike you shouldn't be afraid of anything. You've had a Bigfoot encounter, as far as I'm concerned. So I wouldn't be yeah. afraid of anything. <laughs> All right. Although you know, now I think about it. Maybe you could protect us from the uh, raccoons that uh, attacked our camp uh, this yeah, past summer. and the Bigfoot. That's what I just said. Or the, the yeah. thing that was walking bipedally yeah. that was messing around with you. <laughs> Dude. That was some crazy shit, man. Did did he? Yeah, you want to? Can we talk about it? Sure. Uh, cause, did, did he ever I mean, tell I did, you? I did, did I never saw you? it. What? Yeah, yeah. No, normally people don't. They don't. They never see it. But it's... Uh, can you can you run through it and tell me what happened? Yeah, I, I, August thinks he he saw a Bigfoot or something. I I, de- I believe that I saw one in California. I mean, uh, 40, I thought it was something ago. like I thought it was something like a wild pig in upstate New York. Dude, the thing was snorting. That's uh, it reported. Could have, <laughs> it could have been a boar. I mean, yeah. it was like, yeah, and breathing. It was like it's a heavy it was breathing, like brushing. You know how like it, if yeah. you have you ever had a cat and like how it kind of like brushes up against things and kind of nuzzles it? It was yeah. doing that to the outside of my tent. Yeah, that's all, dude. <laughs> oh my god, bro. <laughs> it was right there. Yeah. Well, um. Yeah. The. Uh... Well, and the fucked up thing. It wasn't me just imagining it because uh, Lee and I believe Rob you, that I, I were with. They were mm-hmm. they were with me and they heard the same fucking noises and went, "What in the fuck yeah. was that?" I I I 110% believe you to the bottom of my heart. <laughs> I no, I'm serious and I definitely think that you there was one coming in and checking you guys out. <clears throat> oh, I I wait, a wild pig what, okay, or a Bigfoot? Say again? A, a Bigfoot. A oh, Bigfoot. a Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. Oh. For sure. I believe I'm a I'm a believer, bro. 110%. Do they, do they snort? Yes. Heavy breathing oh. is Definitely uh, uh, something that people report all the time. Huh. Heavy winded breathing, wet. Like you just, sometimes they say it sounds wet, like a like a. What? Like I has, thought it like, was like a pig. Pigs in upstate New York. No, no, is no, that no, something no, no, you guys no, have? Saying, like you're describing the the heavy breathing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying it kind of sounded like how you think a pig sounds like when it's exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm kind of corroborating what you're saying. I um. I was this five years ago. I was coming back to uh, my grow in a place called Oroville, California. It's uh, up northwest of Sacramento. It's um, <clears throat> at the foothill um, of uh, like the Sierras. You know what I mean? Not it's it's very like uh, super wooded, um, very rural. Um, it's a uh, classic. You know, it's that's. Uh, 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 let's say the beginning of the classic territory that you'd always hear about back in, you know, when people were talking about them back in the day, they'd say, you know, in the Pacific Northwest from Mm -hmm. Northern California up until, you know, that it was, it's in the lower half of that, that kind of rare uh, area, Northern California. Um, I'm driving back. I'm driving up a hill. My, the, the place I was at was at the top of a hill. And the, the dirt road spirals around the hill, right? Like that goes up and up and up. It's the middle of the day. I'm coming back up to the, I went and got cigarettes 
and I was coming back up. And when you drive in Northern California, there's, especially when the sun gets lower in the day, it was around four o'clock in the afternoon. So the sun was down below the trees. So it gives you these like super bright beams of like light that you drive through and then you drive into dark and then you drive into light and then you drive into dark. So like while you're driving <clears throat> down the road, it's like almost like it just flashes on you. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm driving and I just remember it was like it middle of the day I'm driving and I had to stop because a herd of deer started coming out of the, the it would have been from left to right coming left to right. The, they started coming up off of the, out of the woods, crossing the road, more and more of them. I would say there's probably like 10 in all. Um, I stopped. It's not a normal, that's, that's completely normal occurrence to stop for a herd of deer. Um, oh yeah, I have. Okay. In the, in the hills of West Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, um, I do it all the time in fucking everywhere in New Jersey. <laughs> there you go. There you right go. right, I, right uh, there in the sack. Yeah, right there in the sa- yeah. The, did I did you see that? They're they're uh, they're like building up. Uh, uh, I think it's like South Hackensack now, and they're referring to it as the sack, as like that's like the cool name for it. Yuck. And I'm just like, really, the sack? Like we gotta just be thinking about nads the whole time. Right near that fucking Cuban restaurant, man. Oh my god, so that Cuban delicious. place is good though. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. Oh, so yeah, no, you're fine. So uh, yeah, I'm like standing there or waiting there waiting for these deer and all of a sudden when they all get about halfway down halfway to the middle of the road they all whole ass like they all just like like take off you know you've seen deer just all of a sudden take off Mm -hmm. and what comes out of the woods following these deer i can only describe as gorilla like only in shape uh the long arms in the front it was Put, you've seen gorillas, how they knuckle walk. They'll put their arms down and swing their body. Yeah. It, it did that. It put its arms down in the middle of the road, swung once its legs, and then its legs touched the other side of the road where the hill started going up. It scrambled into the – it, like, took, like, maybe one step and then two steps, and it was gone into the manzanita. Hmm. When it did that, I saw everything. I saw the side of the face. I saw the huge muscles on the arms. I saw the ass, the crack in the ass, like <laughs> an ass like yours and mine. Not, I'm not talking about like a bear ass. You know how like bears have that big rounded hump? You know what I mean? And they yeah. have that little stub tail. None of that. It was an ass, a human fucking ass, dude. I saw the bottoms of the feet. They were dirty, the same color as the dirt. Um, in that classic like Fred Flintstone style foot that you'd see like in the track cast you know what i mean i'm sure you've seen them uh, yeah, they yeah, even yeah stylized everywhere that style i, I just call it a fred flintstone foot because that's kind of what it looks like <laughs> dude this thing tore up into the bushes i pulled up and when i pulled up i heard a deer scream bloody murder and that was it just went silent and i was like i'm out of here I drove back to my house. I never said anything to anybody about it because it freaked me the fuck out. Until right I now. Talk about it. <laughs> I can talk about it now. No, I can totally talk about it now because I've told people, you know, and I'm, I've got, because you go through this stage of like you tell somebody and then they laugh at you and then you don't say anything about it to anybody, you know? 
but I'm sick of bottling the shit up. I know what I saw. I fucking know what I saw. So I, a couple days later, I'm talking to my neighbor and she goes, strangest thing. I'm like, what? She's like, two of my goats come up missing last night. She had goats and llamas at her house. Um, she said, two of my goats came up missing. I said, would they get out or something? Because sometimes they would get out. So she's like, no, the gate is still locked. It's like somebody just grabbed them, just picked them up and grabbed them. I was like, really? No kidding. I never said anything to her about what I saw, but that, to me, corroborates what I saw. Um, and then a week later, my two dogs were out, ran out into the woods and were out there. And, like, we were calling them and they wouldn't come. After, like, a while, we started going into the wood, tried to go into the woods to go get them. And then we didn't have to go that far, but they dragged, they came back and they were dragging one of her goats, the dead goat. And it was nothing there. It was just the skeleton. That was it. Oh. Yeah. So that's my Bigfoot story. And that's, mm. I'm telling you, man, I, <laughs> I'll tell you this. I don't know what it was. Like, I can't say it was a Bigfoot. Cause I don't know what bit, you know what I mean? Like I just know that I saw something that freaked me the fuck out. That is very uh, much like what people are reporting these things as. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're not I kind of wish I would have yeah. gotten eyes on this thing. Cause I mean, there was definitely so like the sounds of like some of the other things we, we had eyes on the raccoons for sure. Like trying yeah, to get yeah. into the coolers. I think, uh, uh, I think, Mike, it was just like 10 raccoons and like a really long coat <laughs> wearing a hat. I would, I, I mean, August being an expert in this field. No, 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 no. Don't say that. Nobody's an expert <laughs> in these things. I'm serious. The people that go around calling themselves experts, oh, those are the people you don't want to be around. No. Those are the people you do not oh, want to okay, be around. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase. Uh, I feel like I feel like this is like a court of law almost. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll rephrase my I'll rephrase my statement. Um, August being our resident expert on these things, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. I was going to okay. say, uh, given August's experience, I, I think that... our resident expert can will can apply, Dylan, because I don't have the knowledge. The, the the thought that the thought I had as you were telling that story and you you thinking like what I experienced that was uh, like rubbing up against the tent and making all those snorting noises mm -hmm. was a Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. Do they do they collaborate with the raccoons? Are they are, is there like a relationship there? The only thing I've heard about that it was somebody. It was a story that I'd heard about somebody that used to see one an older that they thought was an older one because it was gray and they'd laid eyes on it a couple times. And every time they saw it, it was always with a lone crow. Hmm. That's the only thing I've ever heard about, you know, um, like almost, working in, in conjunction with animals, like a, um, a symbiotic relationship, if you will. Yeah. yeah, yeah kind of, crows are like smart. Kind of dude. If you feed other. a crow, if you feed yeah. a crow like five times, it's gonna just keep coming back. You know what I mean? Right. They're they're not they're they're not dumb. You know? No, they're fucking uh, nasty. They're too. super smart. Yeah. Yeah, they're vengeful. Yeah. They're vengeful yeah, yeah. animals. Mm -hmm. They will. Well, like... Our neighbors feed the birds, and right now, like we have a ton of crows up in the trees because I think that. Okay. They're... Yeah. So... We used to have a lot of crows. We don't have as many around now, and we always used to feed the birds. 
Well, that's interesting. I, I mean, so Dylan, maybe you should bring that knife. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a lot of, of course that would that also way. be if you, if you come up to like Ithaca or whatever and go camping with me this summer. Well, well yeah, you would just better hope that I'm not like, you know, like, oh, but it's just like, Oh my God. It's just like, go do it. It's just me. It's just Mike. I mean, it, if what? I, if, if you were Jim, all I'd have to say is, you know, brother Sean's coming and he'd be all, all oh, about yeah, it. I know. Mike, do you uh, are you near Whitehall? Uh, Whitehall. I don't know where that is. New York. It's a, you live in upstate, right? Near Rochester. I live. Uh, yeah, Rochester. Let me. Okay. Uh, Whitehall is somewhere up there. Yeah, I'm gonna do a little Google Maps while we're. Uh... Whitehall is a very prominent. Uh, there's sightings all over Whitehall. Uh, and Whitehall, New York. Of- yeah, going back hundreds of years, dude. Um, if you guys want to go camping in a like a quote unquote active area, oh shit, that's go around to Whitehall. George. Yeah, go go around to Whitehall, dude. That's yeah, a, that that's a bit of ways away. Is is it north of you? It's uh pretty much uh east, like way east of us, like on the other side okay. of the state. Yeah, okay. It's like that's north some... of Albany. By oh, like, okay, okay. By like probably about ninety minutes. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I just know that that's one of, that's a, uh, a town that's mentioned a lot. Um, a lot of big, a lot of story. Like that's the kind of place when you go there, you're going to see like the Bigfoot motel, the Bigfoot oh, yeah. cafe. It's like you you know what I mean? To, yeah. It's like you go out to like, uh, the desert. There's like the alien, all the alien mm-hmm. stuff or the yep. Jersey yep. devil. Yep. They've, you know? they've appropriated the, uh, the image. Oh, of course. You know? I mean, why wouldn't you? It brings stuff to your town, you know, and it's free, free to use. I wish that I, I, I wish that when they had uh, were coming up with the names for the the now Golden Knights, I really wish they had done like the extraterrestrials or like the Vegas alien. <laughs> well, I think that could come across as a little bit insensitive, I guess. Oh yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, I wish they had done something involving like. I don't know, like UFOs or saucers or something, xenomorphs. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, that yeah, I didn't. That sounds like well. one of those things that would be in that Atlas Obscura, like oh, the yeah. Bigfoot Hotel. It does. Yeah. Also, I didn't mean to like bring the the, the mood down or whatever with the with the story. I know it's kind of serious, and this, but this is supposed to be like a lighthearted kind of podcast. Oh too, no, dude! Oh, if we started talking about I, it, but. no, I I think it's interesting. Like, unlike this. Now, I don't I don't know if Mike saw a Bigfoot. I think it's fun to believe that maybe he did have a Bigfoot encounter. Uh I do think maybe it could have been like a um like a uh a curious bear or a stupid pig. Um but like I don't know, of all like the the cryptids cuz I love that shit, man. Like I mm-hmm. love any of that Mike- unidentifiable animal stuff. It's lots of fun. Uh, I I I started googling. Um uh, there, there's something I'm going to say about bring, like bringing a topic to the podcast in a little bit, August. But mm. I started googling like uh, Whitehall, and I mm. put Bigfoot Hotel and then NY for New York. And okay. the first, the first <laughs> hit is just great. The name of it, the Sasquatch Saloon. Oh and my there you god! Go. There you go. I kind of, I had, and then, and then the next thing is RoadsideAmerica.com. And it has Bigfoot sightings and signs. Like it's all oh, wow. about, yeah. Huh. They have a whole section. 
Yeah, they I do. If it's up to date. Mike, I wanted to ask you real quick. The uh, brushing against your tent. Yeah. How 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 high up off the ground was it? Was it pushing down from like the top? No. Because no. that would it definitely was, be something lower. It, it it was maybe a foot or two off the ground. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Yeah. Because a lot of people like there, there's a there's a phenomenon. Have you ever heard of counting coup? You know what that is? It's a it's a Native American familiar, term. It's a no. it's a Native American term. Um, back in the day, natives when the natives were at war with the the white settlers, they used to do something called counting coup. And what um, it it was is you lay your hands on an enemy. Yeah, you know, okay. you that's the highest form of respect in a warrior class of Native Americans is that you can successfully sneak up on somebody and touch them with your hand, you know, and these are enemies, people that want to kill you, you know? Right. Um, right. So that phenomenon has been widely reported in the Bigfoot community is that that's something that they like to do. They like to get really close, as close as they can. And they like to, in essence, count coup on people. And it it also kind of ties in with the native American thing. Cause you know, more than 50 Native American tribes had names for these things. Um, and uh, it, it's a lot of them reported even trading with them to a certain degree. So it, it's to me, there's no, it, there has to be some kind of a correlation there. And a lot, the language that they, that people hear um, from them, the reported language sounds to me really Native American. Um, hmm. Sounds like Native American and Chinese mixed together. Um, you ever heard any of the speech, any of the vocals? No, no, like the, that sounds the, creepy, dude. You, got, I'll, I'll send you a link to it. It's called the, a guy named Ron Moorhead. Uh, got some really, really good recordings in the seventies um, in the Sierra Mountains. Um, him and another guy, full on conversations. Two of them arguing together, and they've <laughs> they've had no serious, and they've had. Um, many many linguists go over the tapes and they're like yeah that's a language that's 100 percent a language you can hear it you know uh, i hear language when i hear it uh it's, it's just, just gibberish you can't understand just, it but it's just two really old italian guys arguing no you beep it um i i don't know i i bigfoot is fun because i think bigfoot of all of like the uh the cryptids i'm like all right i think you can make a case for bigfoot like you know, oh, there's more than a case, my friend. Like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think you can. I don't really think there's a strong case for like the Loch Ness monster. The Loch Ness monster is more just like fun to think about, but like, yes, it's not a dinosaur. You know, like there's yes. just there's so much like scientific proof that it can't be that thing. Well, I mean, there's it's the thing with that is it's only supposedly in unless there's like some kind of a cave that goes to the sea or something. It can only yeah. be in that one area, and people have sonar swept it back and forth and back and forth, you know? So, I mean, yeah. But then again, people say they see things, you know what I mean? And I'm never above calling people a liar because that's the thing is like, dude, you're my friend, right? I'm telling you what I saw, you know what I mean? It, it, it's like, say, if I was like, just let's just say, like, I was um, an uncle of yours, right? And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I was an uncle and I was out hunting or whatever. 
And I was like, damn, Dylan, I, I saw this crazy thing when I was out hunting. And, and it's like a lot of people would hear that and be like, yo, this guy's crazy. But they'll never say it to, to their face. They'll never call them a liar. You know what I mean? And that's right. very, it's like a very weird thing to me that, that people will hear a loved one say that they witnessed something and then totally write them off as a liar, even though there's somebody that they love and trust. I mean, like, it's, it's like you could tell it like the story you told us about the encounter that you had. And I'm not going to like later on go to Dylan and go, Oh my God, that story was such bullshit. I'm going to (laughs) go, that was a fascinating story. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's like me telling the story about the, whatever brushed up against my tent, whatever it was, it was something it's, it didn't sound normal. It certainly didn't sound like one of the raccoons. Yeah. That's what, that's what got my, my interest when you started talking about it and the way you you said it sounded like it was walking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it it didn't sound like the other things that were around and that it, it, it sounded like it kept coming back and like kind of doing the same pattern over and over again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kind of Uh, testing out. Yeah. But I wanted to speak to something. It's kind of fascinating. It's like, um, it's the fun thing about doing podcasts, and you, 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 you almost sounded like apologetic in a way, like, "Oh man, I'm sorry we took it in this direction." It's like, no, it's great, man, because like we went from talking about the knife that you sent to Dylan down this whole path, and it, that's what's great about like doing something like a podcast like this, where you just kind of have like a blank canvas and you just kind of paint it in as you go and whatever Mm. it ends up being is what it ends up being okay yeah Mm, and i mean i just didn't want to seem somber you know what i mean like no i'm not trying to do that at all no and i mean like we we were saying like oh you're like oh do you guys have a list or whatever that you go off of and we kind of wrote one down and it was just the stuff off the top of my head that we i was like oh i got a couple of the stories that i wanted to tell you guys but we used to do that where it was like, okay, we're going to do this. We have the intro and the social media, and then we have this topic, this topic, this topic. And I'd be like, okay, guys, what do you have this week? And when was the last time we did that, Dylan? What was that, like three and a half years ago? Um, I mean, I think we were doing it in like 2019. Um, but even in 2019, it got pretty like, it got pretty lax. Right. And, and then last year, we def- like we just didn't really give a shit because like, we just got so loose with it. Well, and I think also, I mean, we've been doing it for such a while that we just have, like, we know what to bring to it. Mm-hmm. And we don't really, I, I more so do, like, one for myself so I can actually remember what I want to tell you guys, like, if it's something good. You know, like, so, like, I, I kind of wrote down, like, a, a note to myself to tell you about, what happened on last Friday. Otherwise I would have forgotten. Yeah. I do that too. But yeah. Other than that though, like, I mean the knife and what that led to is perfect. That's what I like. I, that's what I like about doing this. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> I was going to joke and say, unfortunately it's Dylan and I <laughs> bring in most of it. Yes. <laughs> that's fine. No. Nah. <laughs> I meant like with Jim, but no. yeah, no, with Jim, not you. <laughs> Jim's brought some crazy shit. I mean, there's some good stories that he brings sometimes. Like when when he went to Hilton Head the one time, and the family left the 
left their uh, uh, family member in the sand, like buried. Oh, that was fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> or like what? They buried like their grandfather, like up to his neck, and just left him there. Yeah, oh, brilliant. And, yeah, and like almost forgot about him. So Jim went and helped the guy get out of the sand. Yo, you're kidding me. He was legit in prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, they were like playing, you know. He's like, "Oh yeah, bury me," and he, he buried him, and then almost forgot him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then he brought him back, and the guy was like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah. And Jim was like, "Fuck you! It's your grandpa like, or your father." They like bury him and then put a bucket over his head <laughs> and just leave. Good luck. We'll see. They like they like bury him down, and like a crab walks like up to his nose. It's like creep show. Right? Is yeah, it exactly. Show? It's like creep yeah. show with, with Ted, Ted Danson with, and shit. Ted Danson, mm-hmm. fucking and fucking Leslie evil, uh, evil Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. So like, and he's so evil you don't even believe it because he's like so funny, you know. In in real life, you're just like, oh, dude, how are you doing this right now? I don't believe it. Uh, <laughs> fucking creep show rules. It's so yeah, good. I agree. Love that movie. Fucking Ed, Ed, Har- Ed Harris dancing. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want my cake. <laughs> yeah. Where's my cake? That's what uh, it is. It's just a series of great taglines. Yeah. Thanks for the ride, lady. I want my cake. The fucking oh, monkey. Gordy, you lunkhead. Like, it's the fucking just, evil monkey. So many good ones. I forgot what that thing was called. The which one? They had a name. Like, what is it? Like, the evil, the evil ape? And then, like, Hal Holbrook just, like, winds up pushing his, like, bitchy wife. This naggy wife into the crate, oh, and, it, like and murders Adrian Barbeau. Yeah, it's Adrian Barbeau, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the 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 crate. I think it's called the crate. Yes, it is called the crate. I think it's supposed to be like a kind of a yeti or something. Yeah, they say yeah. it came from the Himalayas yeah. or whatever. They give you yeah, some kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the abominable snowman or whatever. Yeah, and a crate. I, I, they gave a, I, <laughs> it had a name though. I just don't remember what it was. Oh, maybe I'm th- no. You know what I'm thinking of? The thing from. Uh, no, they did give the nickname to the the. I got I got to look it up because now it's going to bother me. Was it in Cayuca Lake State Park? No, that's where you were. Uh, that's where you. Oh were wait, at. are you going to fucking tell me like that's like a known like Bigfoot? Uh, not, I'm not going to tell you now, but I am going to do a little research on it and get back to you. How's that? Yeah, that's where I was. What's yes. the What's the name of the place? Cayuca, K E U K A. I think we actually yeah, looked gonna... up like. I, I think we actually looked up like wild pigs or something in, in Cayuga Lake. There's no, there's no pigs in New York City. In New York, it's not. New- <laughs> well, New, it's upstate. Wild boar. No- I think there could be. There, wild there, there's no. one wild pig near, that lives near New York City. Really? Yeah, his name's Dylan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they don't get. It's probably North Car- North Carolina or South Carolina is probably the tip of their range. As far as the East Coast goes, they don't like that cold weather like that. The monster's name uh-huh. in uh, the crate was Fluffy. Fluffy? Yes. Is that what the crew called it? Uh, I think I think that's what the crew called it. God, this thing okay, is yeah. terrifying. But, now, August, you have to agree. Like in the context of like a fake story, mm. calling it a pig, oh, like yeah, kind of yeah. lends itself well. But mm-hmm. like what it legitimately was, whatever it may have been, is is also fascinating. But like in oh, the yeah. context of just telling it like as like a fun story, go yeah, mm-hmm. it sounded like a pig. That but that then you got kind of has like a but fun. Then, 
but like, you think? a fun thing that people can relate to. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then, like my see, but my brain instantly goes, "There's no pigs in upstate New York. Right. There's no right. wild pigs up there. You know. So like it's yeah. yeah. Um, it's so fascinating, man. That's the thing too. That's because like I've dived so deep down that rabbit hole, man. I've listened to thousands of witness encounters. And that's where I get my information from. So I listen to witness encounters after witness encounters, and I glean the information for myself based upon if I hear multiple people talking about something, I definitely take notice of it. It goes into, you know what I mean? I make little, you know, that, that that's, in my opinion, the best way to go about, quote unquote, researching something like this, um, other than, you know, getting out boots on the ground in the woods and doing it for real for real. Um, so, I mean, now if, if Dylan was with me and he would have had his knife, man, we would have had some pork rinds that weekend. Maybe I got a bag <laughs> of them right over there. Actually, <laughs> we would have made our, we would have made our own pork rinds right on the camp stove, Dylan. See that just reminds me of that part in predator when they're like staying up at night and all of a sudden like the trap goes off and like uh bill duke uh just goes after and he thinks it's the fucking predator and he's just like ah oh, yeah. and then they <laughs> line, try to line on him and it's just like jesus christ man you killed a pig <laughs> that that movie's got to be on our list too by the way oh absolutely dude yeah so the other the other uh episodes we're gonna do on predator's probably the Pro- best movie on that fucking list they live <laughs> Oh yeah, they li- yeah they live the predator and the wrestler, and maybe yeah I like the wrestler. oh yeah the wrestler yeah Good we're movie. gonna do I like um, that movie it kind of almost maybe, made me cry like maybe <laughs> oh, like a monthly sad. a monthly episode with Dylan where we watch like we rewatch like a movie that like stars or a professional wrestler has a prominent role in okay yeah. Okay. So we we no holds barred was one that we recorded uh, Amaz- last week. Amazing, amazing. I had to. Did I tell you, my uh, roommate uh, and good friend Andrew, um, he had never seen it before, and I had to. He was like, I was like, dude, you got to see this this movie, and he was like, and I I uh, he was like, what's it about? And I was like, well, picture this, <laughs> Hulk Hogan, <laughs> at the top of his game and fame plays a fictionalized version of himself with basically all the money, all the money from WWF backing this ridiculous script that I'm pretty sure he probably wrote himself. Um, The, the, the character. It's funny you say that because researching it, Hogan and Vince McMahon actually took the original script and rewrote it. I, I had no prior knowledge of that. Yeah, I but only knew that based you said upon that, though, because they did <laughs> based upon what I'm seeing on the screen. <laughs> yes, it's, just, it's so it. dude, it's so over the top. It's so funny. No, that's a different one. R- yeah, that is a different. Rip him! <laughs> I was like, I was like, his name's Rip him, and he has his own hand signal. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he was like, away. I got it. Away. It's not this, right? No, no, you gotta tuck no. the finger. This yeah, one. you gotta, tuck you gotta the go finger, like that. But it's slightly yeah. raised. And yes. we were trying to tell, explain to Dylan, it's not that like hang loose. You got to have nope. that finger up a little finger. bit, and that's yep. you got to have fucking difficult, is it not? It is. It's I like agree. three. I think I described it. I just as feel like, like the tendons in my wrist, like going yeah. no. Yep. 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 It's like a, <laughs> exactly. It's like a combination of like hang ten, that the heavy metal, 
like the the the, the yes. horns, and then like yeah. also like I think this is I love you in in sign language. Yes. So it's you like. Think- I, I mean, I mean, I don't mean to discuss this on this podcast because we did like an entire like two hours about this. But I gotta ask August: Do you mm. think if that movie would have been more successful, would have Hogan just changed to actually being Rip as his wrestling character? I would say that it would have been more popular if he would have played Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Does that but make they, sense? They, they purposely on they 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 tried yeah. to unhogan Hogan. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And Which it is didn't the line work that in I said in the pod, it, but, all it all it was yeah. is a different name and different colors. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like instead of yellow and gold, it was what is it, white and blue? Blue and white. Yeah, blue and white. So yeah, yeah. it's it's it to me, I think that the it, it would have I mean, I'm sure it probably made a pretty penny, right? Back in then, back then, it was it like um, I, it I actually think the box it, office was like 18 million. That they it, made. it what's funny is that it broke even, and oh. uh, there was oh. some kind of like agreement between Hogan and Vince McMahon, and it was supposed to be like I don't know, or they made a bet or something, and he said something about it, like making the money back, and he's like, "Well, it broke even, and I haven't really heard anything about it from uh, Hogan, so." I'm hmm. just like Vince McMahon. Well, what you put up fucking you, you oh you you uh you soltered up fucking eight million dollars? That's like yeah. fucking nothing. Yeah, that's, that's a drop nothing. in the bucket for him. Yeah, he's gotta, Even be, in he's gotta be one of the richest or whatever in that movie came and, out. Yeah, and I mean in nineteen eighty eight terms, that's a lot of money. That's a dude, come on. <laughs> come it's on, a- back to the future. Like there were so many other movies out that time that had way bigger budgets and looked like they well, had big budgets. Well, right, right. But eight million dollars probably in today's frame is probably thirty or forty. Right. Of yes, mm. naturally. So I mean, and given how that movie looks, what the fuck did they spend the eight million dollars on? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of that too. Set sets a lot of yeah. sets. No, not the, even sets because wait, not even. The, no, some of those sets are like so easy to like just cannibalize from like yeah. existing places, and I mean yeah, like yeah. I gotta like, think like the bar was actually a bar that was having like their own like wrestling. I hope it was. <laughs> and or like I, I think like, it was. Cock- I, what, I, is, what does he say? He's like I said it was cockfighting. Don't kill, just don't kill nobody. Last yeah. one standing. Them's the only rules. Kill nobody. <laughs> just uh, don't kill nobody. Uh, Them's the only rules. Yeah. But uh. Oh jeez. I don't know. All I'm saying is that Clerks was made for like a hundred grand and is like much better film. <laughs> hey, <laughs> That's true. I can't argue that at all. Thinks Killing was made for thirty five hundred and was a better film. <clears throat> I've never seen that. What is it? It's a Thanksgiving oh, dude. movie. You gotta watch Thanks Killing. You'll love what? it. Thanksgiving. No, like thanks Killing. Oh, no, uh, Thanks Killing. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It, okay. It's. It's, I'm gonna uh, put that one on the list. <laughs> no, no, dude, you have to watch it. It's like yeah? okay. it is right yeah. up your alley. It will. Right. Well, I hope you like it. You're either gonna not like it or you're gonna love it. But basically, I... it's just about a killer turkey. And then, oh, you, well, good. Uh, wait, what? What? Ep- what uh, podcast did we do the episode on? Was it, was it Defenders uh, of the Cake or was it Jim's BBQ? Yeah, we did it on Defenders of the Cake. We did a then, we did an episode about it where we like talk about it and recap it, but. You should watch it. Is it? Yeah. So I you got a companion will. podcast to listen to after you watch yeah. it. 
Nice. It's, yeah, I totally will. I have an affinity for shitty movies, uh, Mike. Um, I don't know. Well, it definitely spawned our own idea about like a, a killer piece of uh, uh, corn, like a cob of corn. That oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen I mean, premises of movies a, that are much worse than that already. If, we, if they can make a movie about a, a turkey that kills people for $3,500, I think we could make a movie about a, cor- a cob of corn that kills people. I saw a movie about a tire that kills people. Oh, I rubber? Mean, I heard that was actually yeah. pretty good. It was. It was. It was all right. It was watchable for sure. <laughs> and in actuality, we actually want to make it a whole series. Like, we want it to be the next, like, Fast and the Furious series. Oh. Oh, okay. yeah. We even got, like, a we even got a fake, like, uh, doom metal band involved. Yeah. What? What are they called? Uh, Moondust. Oh, nice. Is sure it they're Moondust? Not called Wizard, Wizard Bong? I think that's it, yeah. Oh, weed wizard, lizard, mammoth, slurper, or whatever. Some of those band names, like I really fucking. You talking about mammoth? You talking about mammoth weed wizard bastard? Yes, that's the one. That's an that's a band name. Uh, Yeah, I know. You like that? Mammoth, comma, weed, comma, wizard, comma, bastard. Mammoth weed wizard bastard. They're uh, they're actually pretty good. They're all right. They're I feel, I feel like I I feel like they came on a Spotify list one time and Sarah and I were both like, this band's name is so stupid, but it's like not terrible music. Not at all. It's, it's I got, like that I got last stuck on the mammoth me. portion and immediately thought about Wolfgang Van Halen and what he's what, doing. Does he have what, what does he have to do with the mammoth? Um, okay, so if you're familiar with the story of Van Halen, okay. Like, you know, the Eddie Van Halen, Alex. Van yeah, Halen. I, I know them. I'm, uh... yeah, 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 yeah. Well, their original name was Mammoth. Oh, I didn't know that. Was it really? Yeah. Or one that. of their one of their original names was Mammoth. And huh. so Wolfgang has this project that he's been working on. He's going to release. And I think with his father passing, he decided to kind of do like a almost like a little tribute in using that name for this new project that he's going to do. So it's like Mammoth, comma, WVH. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And he released one song, and it, it actually sounds pretty good. Is he going uh, to be opening for Mastodon? <laughs> I don't know. because Honestly, I, most... I, I could 100% see that happening. I could, too. They're he just weird enough the... to do that. The thing is, is he's saying the rest of it sounds nothing like what you would think it would sound like. And I'm like, okay, that means who knows what the hell he's going to put out. Is he playing like, bass? I think he's actually playing everything in it. Okay. Like, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, guitar, bass, drums, vocals, he's doing it all. And then putting together a band to tour it whenever the fuck you can tour at this point. Okay. Yeah. So that should be I'm pretty check it out. Yeah. yeah I'm check it out, actually. I tell you, I, I I grew up not really digging on Van Halen all that much. I never really hate, like, I don't hate the, it's not like I, it's not like they're, uh, you know, terrible or whatever, because uh, they're obviously amazing. But um, I just never really listened to them all that much. And then, sure. except for the radio songs, I've heard the radio song. Uh, oh, but, yeah, like, I mean... I'll tell you, when when he passed away, I started learning more about them, obviously, because of 
people sharing and whatnot. I gained a ton of respect for that dude. And I went back and I listened to like a lot of those early albums and they're fucking awesome. Like that album, was it Diver Dan? Diver Down? Diver Down, yeah. Yeah, that album's fucking pretty badass. You heard that shit, Dylan? Oh, yeah. I've I've never really been into Van Halen either. And kind of like for the same. But like for me, it was always like the ego of the band always like overshadowed the band. And it kind of like tainted it for me. Like I just got Mm -hmm. like I just have always found David Lee Roth to be like an unbearable human being. (laughs) And I'm like Eddie Van Halen. Like I know has a reputation for being a fucking asshole and being difficult to work with. I don't know. I mean, like he, I guess he wasn't very vocal about it. Everybody just like knew that he just like kind of was up kind of a stick in the mud, but Mm. everybody, everybody within five seconds knows David Lee Roth is around and it's just like, give me a fucking break. You know, can't argue with that, you know? And like, you know, Sammy Hagar, not really my thing. Obviously, Mike loves it. And like, I kind of, I, you know, I sort of like ironically love the song Mas Tequila just because it's so ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I like heavy metal. I like Montrose. Uh, Montrose is great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. you know, not really my thing either. And I don't really care for um, Hagar era uh, Van Halen because it sounds kind of corny to me. It's sort of like, uh, like I would rather I would I, I think and as we did we saw Sammy like just doing his thing at the music festival the one year and I'm like I'd rather just watch this than like see not great Van Halen songs. I mean they did a lot of really good songs um with Sammy but the thing is is it was such a different vibe with him yeah. than it was mm-hmm. with David Lee Roth. I mean it's really two separate two separate works, two separate bands it's- really. Uh, it's very much like Sabbath Dio and Ozzy Sabbath. Oh yeah, totally. Two different bands. It's two different bands. You know what I mean? Even though it's the same dudes playing, it's just like the music is written completely different. You know oh yeah, I mean? dude, totally. Like Dio so, era Sabbath is a rock band. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, I I know you're into music, August, and I I know I know some of the stuff like you're into some of the similar stuff that uh, Dylan is into. And, um, and I know also he's mentioned that you're into some of the jam band stuff that sure. I might be into. For sure. <laughs> so, I saw Sammy Hagar come out and play with Bob Weir. Oh, you know what? He I did loose Lucy. Like he that. did loose Lucy. It, he sung loose yeah. Lucy with him. It was a fucking yeah. badass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dylan mentions the show that we went to, right? And I, I can't help but bust his chops on it. We we go to this uh, festival down in North Carolina, and it's all like, it's metal hard rock bands playing it. I mean, everything from, you know, Slash with his solo band was playing. Like, was uh, it Peach? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no Peach? Carolina Rebellion. Is oh okay, okay it, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was like one of those it was as i refer to them august it was it was from the era of sponsored by monster energy drink gotcha yeah, I'm already i was there about to you, say yeah. monster energy i mean slipknot was playing yeah so was so was cheap trick so slayer was slayer 
Okay. Uh, I mean, it ran the gamut. I mean, there was, I mean, uh, what fucking Scott Weiland was there with his solo band. It was yeah, all yeah. Sorts of- I was just, I was just talking to August yeah. about this. Uh, what, what, what Godsmack was playing? I mean, yeah. it, was, it, it went <laughs> sat through the entire Godsmack set, Ugh, I, which featured an improvised. I'm not even making this shit up. It featured an improv. It featured an improvised um bongo jam session. I liked I liked Godsmack better than some of the other stuff that was there, but that's not saying much. What was it the was, other one there with all the fat guys that were playing the small stage that we went and saw? Um, Cheap Trick? No. no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what the hell was it? Was it... Um, oh, shit. Was it Marilyn Manson? It wasn't no, Crowbar, was it? No, it wasn't Crowbar. No, dude, I would have fucking gone to see Crowbar. Okay. What was, the, what was that band that played? Like we got there, and they were like they were like early. Yeah. I hear uh, a band the, with a bunch of fat dudes. I think Crowbar. <laughs> I can't think of it. I keep wanting to say Fear Factory, but it wasn't Fear Factory. It was it was they one that one you were really dude. keen on seeing. <laughs> I was keen on seeing. Who is yes. it? Dylan? Was it Queensrÿche? It was all oh, Queensrÿche was good. Yeah, um, they were good. They're like the well, only no, hair metal was, band I like. I think it was that same <laughs> stage though. Um, but it was like it was the smaller oh, stage. Oh. Um, Exodus or Testament? Oh, e- Exodus. Okay, oh, dude, Exodus was awesome. Fucking Exodus Gary Holt. Awesome. They were good, but they were all yeah. Fat. Gary Holt, bro. Except <laughs> for Gary Jersey. Holt. Except for Gary Holt. Yeah. <laughs> but so, um, we, we Sammy Hagar is playing there, right? And I'm I'm a big Sammy Hagar fan. I mean, okay. I've been big into him for a long time, right? Uh, I mean, my hockey number is depending on what league I'm playing in and depending on what numbers other people have, it's either 55 or 65. Okay. Uh, So Dylan mentions Mas Tequila, right? As a song that he likes. And there's a funny story about that, right? So they get, they get to playing Mas Tequila. You probably heard the song and it's like one of those ones where it's like, it's a crowd participation song and I'm bopping along and I'm singing along. Do you think this fucker would even like do anything? He's just doing there, and well, he sees what I'm doing. All of a sudden, he starts filming video of me singing along to it. Do you think he would fucking <laughs> sing along to it? No, He's too I, cool we for took school. A, we took a selfie together. We had a good time. <laughs> I had a really good time. A good time, but man, come on, man, get into it. Get into the show. Sing along. Have you know? Yeah, bro. Loosen up. What the hell? What are you doing, man? Loosen up a little I, bit. I'm not the I'm not the the lucid uh, uh, show attendee that I am now. Oh, are you looser at shows now? Do you get more into it? I, I definitely I definitely get feel the vibe. Yeah, man. Okay, good. What good. show were we rocking out at in Vegas? Oh, Clutch. We were having a great time. At Clutch. No, no, dude. I was with Sarah when I saw Clutch. Oh, was um, it Clutch? It was probably war- we it was probably uh, uh, it was probably Grails. Oh, were you? We were, at, yeah, uh, we were definitely Grails. Oh yeah, were August and I were. In, yeah, we both them? went to Psycho Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. We, we had oh a great my god, time. some of the stories you told us from that was fun, man. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> Arthur Brown, man. Arthur Ooh, Brown. That's where we. That's where we were rocking out. We saw fucking you were Jeff rocking... Matz. Jeff Matz walked we... right by us. He walked right past mother, us. That motherfucker was high as hell. Yeah, and every, people were coming, and people were coming up to him, and he was like, "No, man, not right now, not right now. Yep. I just need to watch." Yep. He legit, he was like, he wanted to see Arthur Brown, and he was like, people stop talking to me. Yeah. He I like just came, I, we, 
we both gave him just like a nod. He was like, yep, yep. <laughs> that was fun. Sometimes that's all you got to do, right? Yeah, that was, dude, he was awesome. Oh, he was fire. Pun intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, glad, though, man. I mean, because that's been, what, like six, seven years that you've maybe uh, kind of loosened a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you have to remember, too, I was also kind of going through some turmoil at the time. I, I understand that. And I was trying to cheer you up and trying to get you into, like, maybe a different groove. And, you know, yeah. I, I hear you. Well, okay. So, all right. So, just just to give you perspective. So when, when did we go to this? We went in 2015, right? <sighs> yes. That, yeah, 2015. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. It was six years. That's about right. Yeah. yeah. So for for perspective, August, uh, yes. the year the year before that, uh, the head the the headliners. It's a two day festival. The headliners for Friday or I'm sorry for Saturday was Avenged Sevenfold, and then Sunday was Kid Rock. Ugh. Also featuring. I wouldn't have gone to that. No. Also featuring uh, three eleven. Ugh. Ugh. Five yeah, figure death punch. Ugh. <laughs> Stained. Ugh. No, I'm Alter, on the al- Alter Bridge. Ugh. Never heard of him, but probably. Ugh. <laughs> fuel. Oh, you know what? Fuel. You know what? Do you remember I fuel? Been, I would have considered. I, I don't want to. I, I would have considered <laughs> Alter Bridge only because of Miles Kennedy. That's true. He, He's not the he worst. D- yeah, that's how I know them. He's the guy who played with Slash. Yes. Yes. But, yeah, but I, I saw Fuel once. They opened up for like Aerosmith one year. They were one of those like atypical like late nineties rock. Yeah, bands. but yeah. but it it amidst all of well, okay, Anthrax played and like Anthrax is awesome. Um, but still amidst, nothing that I would have considered no going no. That. And amidst all of this, August, yes, guess who else is on this list? This is gonna blow your mind when you hear this. Please, fucking truck fighters. What? In that lineup. That's crazy. I know. That was in That's 2014. Not the kind of band. What the I, hell I were they just... doing there? I don't know. <laughs> there's there's literally not a single like stoner yeah. metal band in the next one. Because when we went, like here was like we mentioned some of the other bands that played, like Marilyn Manson, ugh, yeah. uh, Rise Against. Not bad, but not really, I don't know. Like non-point. Kind of lame. Corn, uh, Slipknot, Breaking Benjamin. Uh, oh, you know what? I know who we saw that was really good. Suicidal Tendencies. They oh, were they awesome. rock. They fucking yeah. rock. Oh, shit, I saw them in like '94 with Metallica and yeah. Kansas. This was the best stage. It was Queensrÿche, awesome. Suicidal Tendencies, Testament, and Exodus. I would go see that oh, as dude. a regular show. Hell yeah. I you know what I was actually it. surprised at on that? And I thought that it was going to be horrendous. <laughs> and I'm saying this with, like, just given some of the other bands on this. So don't judge me too hard on this. Was I don't Papa judge Roach? Oh, that band sucks. Yes. But of, <laughs> like, the shitty bands that were there. They got sued by the Bad Brains. They actually weren't horrible. Yeah, like, do I like, like their songs? Do I like their music? Not so much, but they actually didn't sound horrible. I w- I actually was entertained by that crazy like in this moment band, the one with like the chick with all like the fucked up nurses, and she was wearing like the crazy outfit. Yes, that was pretty nutso. Yeah, but like just for perspective, like they expanded this to a three day festival the year after, 
And like, again, it, it this definitely felt more like your atypical kind of all-encompassing heavy metal festival, which is much better because there's actually like a bunch of bands in here that are like, yeah, it's maybe not the best, like, you know, you look at that and you're like, all right, they got offered some money to play this festival. But like, just throwing out some names here that I think are good. Uh, 68, Code Orange, The Sword, uh, Clutch, uh, Between the Buried and Me. Uh, hey, Collective Soul played, Mike, along oh. with uh, on the same on the same stage as uh, uh, Filter and Candlebox. Um, Candlebox? I saw Candlebox. They sucked yeah. when I saw them. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, that band's still around? Yeah, as yes. of like as of the, this time, but like well, uh, well, I guess you, you a matter of perspective, like I think one or two original members. They were yeah. a heavier three-piece from Australia? No, right? not Silverchair. No? Ah. <laughs> Damn it. That's that's who? The three-piece from Australia that August was saying. Oh. No, they were like um, they were like the second wave of bands from Seattle. Oh, like oh, after okay. um, Alice in Chains and the Screaming Trees and all that. Like they were, yeah, the like ninety four. Second wave of like gotcha, ninety three, ninety four ish was their first album that came out. Okay. Fun fact like, uh, is that the original record Chain label or... that they were signed to was Maverick Records, which was uh, Madonna's imprint. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. But like, like, this is where the rest of the the the, the festival goes. Like, I mean, I like mm. Ghost, uh, Alice Cooper, Royal Thunder. Again, good band. I think I would have been obligated to go see Alice Cooper. I saw Alice Cooper open for Maiden. Man, he kicked ass. I'm sure he looks good. Um, but like these are your but these are your headliners: Leonard Skinner, uh, yeah. Five Finger Death oh, Punch. You mean the Leonard Skinner cover band? Yeah, it's a cover sure. band. Completely yeah. a cover band. They got uh, Gary Washington playing friggin' rhythm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, who else is on here? Disturb. No, you're, you're, no, you're fully. Uh, you're, you're you're fully correct with that one. I um, I'm right with you, August. Dude, his brother come out wearing a fucking leather duster with his brother's face airbrushed <laughs> all over the back of it. It was disgusting. <laughs> The last time I saw them, they Ugh. opened. They opened for Sammy Hagar, or no? Or did they headline? I'm trying to think. I think they headline. And mm. um, my ex brother in law played this festival. In my ex brother in law got sick from secondhand pot smoke. What? <laughs> that must have been some he threw up in a swag ass weed. <laughs> that must have been some terrible weed. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Leonard Skinner, man, they are terrible now. Nobody ever should go see uh, them. Yeah. I mean, there's a really good documentary about, like, I'm trying, it may have even been called Freebird, but, like, mm -hmm. about the plane crash and about the band leading up to it. It's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. If you're oh, into, yeah. like, the early stuff, it's a oh, really Oh, I love early Skinner. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. early Skinner. I, I just can't listen to anything they're doing now. It's, I've seen it. Oh, it's no, it's it's horrible. <laughs> it's It's such an abomination. Yep. It's funny that we're both like right there with that. <laughs> I mean, latter day Almond Brothers stuff all day, man, because the musicianship dude, is there. War dude, Warren, when Warren took over that band, they got better almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was oh, yeah. dude, they, him and Derek, oh jeez. I saw them probably 40, 50 times, man, with the, them too. 
Holy mm. shit, they used to put on such good shows. I only saw them one time play a lackluster show, and it was after when they were doing uh, – did you see any of the shows with uh, Rat Dog opening? Like – It was Rat Dog Allman Brothers. Uh, 2006, it was, uh, five, six, somewhere yep, around yep, there. Yep, right around yeah. there, right around there. Yeah. Um, it Rat was in Dog Bushkill, bored Pen- the fuck out of me. Well, it was – see, it that can happen. Um, yeah. but, uh, I'm a huge Bobby fan, so I, I don't, I love it, but, uh, rat dog come out and played the sickest set I've ever seen them. One of the sickest sets I've ever seen them play. And, uh, they were amazing. And then the Allman brothers came out and played for the first time I've ever seen a good show and not a great show. And oh. that was just that one time, that one time. And that was it. Every, every other show had been a fucking amazing. I mean, you've seen it. It's, it's fucking crazy. Uh-huh. Um, those two working off each other, it's just like, I could watch that all day, you know? And the drop, like, Butch and J-Mo, man, they, like, I'm a deadhead, 110%, but Butch and J-Mo are the drum duo. Like, they are the, they are the, the two drummers. Like, like it's just no, like, um, you know. Butch was just like that fucking rumble. Yep. Like, that's the only way I could describe it, and it's just... Mm-hmm. It, it it's so distinctly him when you hear yep. it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, often people will say, "Oh, that guitar tone is so much this person or that person." No, that mm-hmm. drum tone is so much Butch Trucks. I agree. I completely um, agree. Oh my god, dude! August, you you, you know, I want to going back to the rebellion thing though, uh, Dylan. The only saving grace <laughs> of that is that we had we got those uh, VIP passes. Oh yeah, that was actually pretty convenient. Because Did you God, get to go backstage? No. No, you, you just or got you like can't... you get like your own tent. Oh, I mean, okay. Both of the main stages they had this like separate viewing area and I think I only didn't... went in the one tent. But the one the other one had the <coughs> area up on the hill. Do you remember that's where you went and accosted the guys from Queensryche? <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. I saw them walk by, and I was like, I just wanted to, and then I just wanted to. I was like, "What the fuck?" He's <laughs> um, like, "Operation Mindcrime, Operation Mindcrime." I I like to exaggerate a little bit, so I I, I said, no, I'm, "I'm fucking right." Funny. I would never do I, any such. You know thing. what's funny is I actually say that I worked uh, <clears throat> at the State Theater in New Brunswick for a while, and we'd clean up after the shows. That was my job. Me and a couple other dudes, we'd vacuum and clean up everything in the green room and everything. Um, got to see a lot of cool shows because that. And one of the shows was uh, Queensryche, and they did two sets, and they were really good. And afterwards, um, I was starting to clean up, and they actually came over to me and were like offering me beers and stuff out of their like stuff from the green room and stuff. They're like, "Oh, we're not going to drink, and we don't gonna take it. Do you want these?" I was like, "Oh no!" Nah. I was like, "I'm alright." Yeah, they like offered me beers. Cool, cool dudes. That was like my friend Craig. He told a story on Diary of Doom where he got a job at, I forget, some theater somewhere. And like, basically he said it was pretty straightforward. It was like, um, you know, you go in and kind of like you look around the area, you clear the clear the aisles. But, you know, you do that for the first like 20 minutes of the show. You kind of have to work. But then after that, they kind of just like stop. And it's volunteer. So you don't really get paid. But you get to see all the shows, essentially. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My voice cracked. Um, and uh, he said that, you know, and he saw like so many, so many shows. And, you know, you could just start drinking after about 20 minutes. You mm-hmm. just couldn't get shit faced. 
But the funny thing he told me was all the metal bands were great. And all the metal fans were great. You know, like, hey, guys, you know, you got to move. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Sorry. But said the fucking like just the deadheads were the worst. <laughs> oh, they don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah, no. If you are at a dead show in a seat, like if you have a seat in the in in a uh, in like a bowl section, you know what I mean? Like uh, say it's like PNC or whatever. You guys have both been there. You know, you know, it's yeah. like the bowl and then you have the lawn. If you're like at a dead show and you're in your seat, if you get up somebody's just going to sit in your seat. Like, it's not like, you know, and then they're going to bitch at you when you go back and tell them to move. Like, it's just the way it is, you know, just people so dancing it's funny, everywhere. It is. It's funny you say that. So like you mentioned peach and the most good. Interesting... Fest. I was at the first peach. Good fest. Um, so was I. And man, has it, oh, cool. it has evolved. Like I haven't been in, to... in a long time. It's so different now but like it's gotten better in my opinion okay. um and it's funny though because they do back to back they do uh camp bisco which is the Ugh. disco biscuits festival yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Not they do peach festival and they okay. have the same it's basically like these people that work these festivals are like almost like carnival workers in a way and mm -hmm. that they just go from festival to festival, and mm -hmm. a lot of them just do like similar jobs at each one throughout the summer or whatever, and they make a living or whatever like that. But I've had so many conversations with the people that work these things, and they they talk about, oh my god, they're like, the previous week was so horrendous. You people mm -hmm. are so much better. Mm -hmm. I'm <laughs> so not surprised that the scale it's it, it's a very the... it's very much like a sliding scale of level of sketchiness. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Disco Biscuits, Dylan? Oh yeah, I definitely know of the Disco Biscuits. They are I've never without listened a doubt, to them. Hands down the shadiest fans a band can probably have. They they're the kind of fans that when they come to a town, the like the hotel and the motel in the town will have like a sign behind the desk with the symbol of the band, right? Their symbol. And it'll say don't Give rooms to people if you see this symbol. <laughs> That's a I've seen it with my yeah. own eyes. And as a matter of fact, my buddy has one uh, in his apartment, fr framed in in his apartment. One of those um, disclaimers. <laughs> like That's great. Yeah, <laughs> but um, man, they're just like they're like thankful. Like when like the following week comes up, and they're like, "Oh my god, you people are so much better." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. And that's I, saying I, a lot. That is saying a I, lot. Because yeah, there's a whole is. lot of sketchy vibe, like mm -hmm. even at Peach Festival. Like oh, we've yeah. caught people trying to steal stuff out of like people that camp next to you, their sites. It's a shame, man. Wooks. Yeah. It's fucking Wooks, man. It's, man, yeah. it's a shame. You know, they gotta be like that. <laughs> but <laughs> Dude, that was like when we went to Vegas, though, and everyone thought, like, oh, man, this fucking big, scary fucking music festival with all these oh, bands yeah, yep. that like to smoke pot are going to show yep. up, and they're going to be, like, trying to hawk off their bad jewelry and their fucking veggie burgers, like those douchey fish fans, <laughs> and we're like... And we're like going through and, and everyone's just like, hey, have a great time. You guys look like you're having so much fun. Did you hear of anything bad that happened that weekend? Nope. Not, not a damn thing. thing. I mean, I like. I hear about one thing. I, I mean, like, you know, bitching. outside of. 
Yeah, so, of course. Oh, people are always gonna bitch, but yeah. every but but like they were so impressed with like everyone going there that I remember, uh, they uh the the casino Mandalay actually like tweeted out like huge thank you to like Psycho Las Vegas and the attendees for being like super great people and not oh, wow. basically giving that. us a hard time. Yeah, yeah and so, then there so there and then Psycho was just like nice. We're gonna have a bunch of Nazis play next year's festival. You cool yeah. with that? Yeah. So, so like Sean and I, we learn pretty fast that like we we go to the festival. The music ends Sunday night, right? Like whenever it mm-hmm. ends, nine, ten o'clock or whatever. We stay through that. We have a hotel room booked for the Sunday night. Yo, you're brilliant. You're and a brilliant guy. We go. We we get to the hotel, get washed up, get good night's Decompress. rest. You know, we get nice we, food in you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then we sleep and we sleep till whenever my brother mm-hmm. still wakes up at like seven o'clock. I'm like still <laughs> sleep at like nine 30, 10 o'clock easy with checkout being like 11, you know, and he's like, come mm-hmm. on, we gotta go. I'm like, we're fine. But this, not this past year, obviously, cause it didn't happen. But the year prior, we're like, Oh, let's, uh, let's hit up waffle house on our way out. <laughs> well, so He's got just this weird thing about Waffle House. So what the fuck? We went to Waffle House. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Waffle House. I'm not. I'm not talking shit about Waffle House. So, I love. It. No, but I the funniest like thing though is going, like though. we're we're all washed up. We're all clean. We're we've gotten the festival funk off of us. Oh, this is like the mo- okay. I got you. I got you. The, the Monday right. morning, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we're okay. gonna go hit up this uh, beer shop that we go to just outside of Scranton. It's or outside of Wilkesbury, actually. Which those towns are like right next to each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, th- there's this awesome beer store that's just on the outskirts of Wilkesbury, and we're going to go there. We're going to maybe get lunch, depending on how Waffle House treats us, which it didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Shocked. Yeah. So we walk into the Waffle House, and it's just full of festival goers. Wooks, just wooks everywhere. And you could just tell <laughs> because they all look like they had gone through war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they had not slept in four days. Yep. They were unwashed, and you just felt so bad for mm-hmm. like the people working that Waffle House because it was literally down at the bottom of the mountain. Oh, All so it was just people. everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's like, Ugh. oh yeah, okay, yep, right, like just outside of like one of the parking lots, like one of the shuttle parking lots, and we're like, yep. These are all the people that just came off the mountain like an hour ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. The uh, Those people working at Waffle House have seen a lot worse than that shit, though. Oh, I'm you know, sure. They, I'm they sure. work at Waffle House. I mean. You know, like Waffle House has got like one of the things that's considered. Maybe you've heard this one, August. Mm. They're actually a warning system for like hurricanes and stuff. Do you know that? I did not know that. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's because beautiful, though. they, they oh. have their own warning levels as far as like wh- when bad weather's coming and like what menu they're serving based on the weather that's coming. No kidding. Because of how many employees can make it yeah. into the restaurant. Hmm. They'll lower the know, level of menus. Did you know that they don't, the guy cooking on the grill doesn't get to see the tickets? Everything really? to him? Is everything to him is verbal, is called out. 
Wow. It's crazy their system they have there. And you've seen those people on that grill, what they have to do. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. that's a lot of yeah. shit to remember. All that shit is the dude behind him going, I need three hash browns, smothered, covered, and blothered. I need fucking four and a half waffles. I need fucking, <laughs> you know, this blueberry toast and sausage, everything. And the dude four has to remember all waffles. that. You, you know, <laughs> well, whatever. But the dude Good. has to remember um all that shit. And when I found that out, I was like, respect. Dylan with his drug addled mind would never make it there. No. I, I, I wouldn't. And I've cooked on a fucking in that kind of environment before. It's I d I don't think I could. I, I'm I like uh, to have tickets I, I in front of me. Like I have to have reference, you know. I can't yeah. you know. All right. You guys want one more story for tonight? Yeah. All right. So um Dylan, I'm gonna preface this with a question. And uh, I'm gonna point it to you first. Um, do you do any sort of car maintenance? Like, do you change out your wiper blades? If you have a headlight bulb go, do you change those out? Do you know how to do um, that sort of thing? I use, well, the wiper blades, yes. But, like, if I have a, if, like, the blinker or something, I just take it to the mechanic, you know? Okay. All right. So, um, I hate doing yeah. cars. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not <laughs> the most pleasant thing. So, um, I'm driving home the other night and I, I had to stop at the grocery store and I stop and I'm getting some stuff and I'm getting ready to pull out of the grocery and I noticed the I put my left blinker on and it's doing that telltale sign, August. It's doing that thing where you turn the blinker and it's doing the fast blink. Your fuse is going. Well, or the bulb is blown. Or the bulb, yeah. I yeah. That I, the old timer always told me. And then when you see that going, it's a fuse. And I was like, okay. I mean, I've never actually had to personally deal with it, but every time I see it now, I think about the fuse. But you're yeah. saying it could be the bulb too? That's another right. symptom of that? Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm like two minutes from home. So I drive home and I pull into the driveway. I keep the car running. I have my headlights on already. So I hit the I hit the blinker while I'm um, parked in my driveway and I get out of the van, and I look, and sure enough, the driver's side blinker is not working. Mm. So just to be sure, I hit the I hit the right right side one, and I go, "Yep, okay, that's definitely." There's the one panel on the tail light assembly that's the blinker, and that's the one that's not working. And I see that it's not lit. All the other lights in the same tail light assembly are lit up like a Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. okay so i'm like all right well maybe dylan sold you maybe he hasn't i work for an automotive parts warehouse okay so i'm like all right next morning i'm gonna i'm gonna order a couple of bulbs no problem they have them where i work because i work in an office but right up right above a warehouse that is chock full of parts oh really like all all the auto parts that you could possibly think of wiper blades bulbs brick pads all that good stuff yeah, it's like well, I have no fucking clue. Hmm. All the stuff that Dylan would take to his mechanic to have the mechanic fix, right, Dylan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his mechanic's probably getting it from a warehouse, much like the one that I work at. Probably. Yep. Hell, they could even buy from one of our warehouses because we have business interests in New Jersey. Yeah. But, You're just not getting any from me. Right. Well, <laughs> we are, but probably indirectly. Fair. Yes. 
So I, I send an email to the guys downstairs. I go, hey, I need bulbs for my turn signal. It's, you know, can you can you hook a brother up? And they're like, yeah, no problem. So they, they get them pulled out for me from the shelving and pond shelving where I wouldn't know where the fuck to go in this warehouse. It's huge. It's like many, many football fields worth of parts. I wouldn't know where mm-hmm. the fuck they are. So they get them pulled out. I'm like, all right, during my lunch hour, I'm going to change the bulbs out. Should be easy peasy, right? I looked up. Here's here's a helpful tip for you, Dylan. If you're going to do something like that uh, with your car, you know where you go to learn how to do it? YouTube. Fucking YouTube. Mm-hmm. YouTube will show you how to do for everything. That talk, man. Yeah. Yep. You put in year your specific. Yep. You put in your the year of your car and you put what, what you're changing out and it'll show you how to do it. Maybe you didn't know that. I really didn't know that. And that's funny because yeah, Mott was, oh, I told Mott, like, I have to fix, and he went on, of course, an hour rant about why you should always do it yourself. Right. <laughs> Hell, I mean, even one time I was like, hey, I gotta, I gotta see how to light the pilot light on my furnace. Yeah. I Not as easy as you think. It, sometimes they're located in weird spots, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. So all that stuff's out there. You eventually own a house, Dylan. You might learn, you know, what you got to do to do that sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I I reviewed the YouTube video. I go out on my lunch hour. I go to uh, do this whole process of taking this. There's a little bezel around the light fixture. I take that off. I unscrew the fixture. I I take what I think the ball, what bulb it is that's blown out and i replace it and i'm done within five minutes i go and i test it and i realize oh shit i took the there's two bulbs i take the wrong bulb out there's one right below it that i'm like okay no problem so i do the same process i go and try and get the bulb i can't get it to come out like basically it's a thing where you twist it and then pull out yep and that's it like it, it's mm-hmm. it's not even a quarter turn. It's like mm-hmm. a eighth turn, mm-hmm. and then you yeah. just pull out. You do. I did the eighth turn on this thing. Nothing wouldn't pull out. You could just barely see that it was coming out just slightly. Mm-hmm. I sat there for forty five minutes trying to get the thing to come out, and I'm just Shit. like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And finally, I like I texted somebody that's working up in the office, a guy that's pretty handy. I'm like, hey, could you come out here and uh, help me out? I'm like, I'm having trouble with this thing. He comes out. He tries it. He's like, this thing's stuck. So the nice thing about the taillight assembly is it had like a little tiny, um, I'm trying to think of uh, like a wired connector that you could disconnect the whole assembly. And the it little would be, slide on things that are like, Joop, they flip. it's like, like a that. little white prongy kind of thing. Yeah. Yep, but yep. yes, yes, exactly. August. So we unplug that. We take the whole assembly upstairs into the office with us to see if, if we have some tools maybe that can help <laughs> us get this thing unplugged. We work on it for another hour. Still can't get it. What? I'm not even joking. It's mystifying to us. It's like it yeah, should it's be just crazy. easy. Like you just twist it slightly and pull out. Yeah. We try it. We try it. it. I mean, we're trying it with pliers. And, of course, the plastic's getting a little, you know, dinged up. Chewed and, up. Yeah. And chewed up. And we're like, man, this should be loosening this up, but it's just not working. Eventually, long story short, 
one of my other coworkers, he's like, let me see that thing. He grabs it, he turns it slightly, and it comes right out for him. It was reverse threaded, wasn't it? I, I have no fucking clue. I don't know how he got it. It was reverse threaded. Y'all were all reefing on it in the wrong direction. <laughs> I have no idea. But this is not the end of the story, August. Oh, okay. It's the fucked up thing. So I, I make the joke of going, oh my God, it must have been like the old adage of the pickle jar. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean by like that? I must yeah, have yeah. loosened it up for you. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, Dylan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Must have loosened it up for you. It made it easier for you to pull the pull the uh, lid off the jar. So he pulls this bulb out. And you have you ever seen a blown light bulb like out of a car? Yeah. Like yeah. when they have like a different like hue to them. Usually mm-hmm. a lot of times they're just clear, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But There's sometimes one... you get one and it's like cloudy. It's like dark. Well, well, when they're blown, they're slightly cloudy, right? Yeah. This one is bluer than blue. Like, I mean, it is really immensely cloudy. I look at it and go, wow, that looks really odd. Like the other one I changed out, it had probably maybe had like a little bit of shelf life on it, but mm-hmm. I changed it out anyway. I had bought like a two pack of the bulb. So I was like, oh, I'll change both of them out. What? Why the fuck not? Right. I wasn't worried about taking the other one out and changing that one because there was two bulbs and I replaced both of them ultimately. But he pulls it, he gets this thing out and he's like, here you go, all set. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So I noticed when he hands it back to me that I'm hearing like a rattle after he hands it back to me. It had started to make that noise when I had first handed it to him, I'm like, what the hell is that noise? I couldn't figure out what it was, but it had just started doing that. Not necessarily while me and the other guy were working on it, but like within the last, like maybe 10, 15 minutes, I'm like, what the hell is that noise? And it's rattling. It's clearly inside, like where the lens is and everything where like that gets illuminated and is colored yeah. to illuminate the color red or whatever color the lens is. Yeah. So I looked down inside the hole where the bulb was and I realized what it is. There is a block of ice inside where the bulb was. The block of ice was pretty much like the size of like my cell phone, like that size and like Mm. that, like that dense like that thickness i didn't notice any cracks or anything anything that showed like how water could have possibly gotten in there and then froze but it did i'm like man i don't know what the fuck to do at this point so i drive home without the blinker working we put the assembly back on and i drive home with with just the bulb kind of loosely in there and then we melt the ice down after I get home. And this was last night. We drain all the water out of that after we melt it down. And I let it sit and air dry overnight. So this morning, I put the second of the new bulbs that I had bought into the socket, plug it back in, reassemble it back onto the van, and go and test it out. Still not working. So it must have not, it must have blown the entire socket because of all the water that was in there. Mm. 
the rest of the assembly and all the lights, the the other lights and stuff that are were connected to that all work still. So I ended up just this morning buying like the whole assembly to replace it. But that there was like this ice block that was in there. It was just mind blowing. I'm like, how in the hell did that get in there? I want to say that's not the first time I've heard of that. I blame Bigfoot. It's possible. I mean, it, it weren't it no is bear. possible. Bigfoot just came over and like pissed in it. It weren't no bear, I'll tell you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> coincidentally, like uh, that Friday when I uh, uh, distracted uh, Liz's uh, Zoom call with peeing, um, later on that day, I, I did go out and get the van washed at a car wash. So Ooh. I wonder if something somehow like a stream of water from the car wash somehow got in there like maybe some sort of seal was broken just specifically in the compartment with the turn signal light which is all this huge assembly it's like i mean it's it's like this size mm-hmm. like, yeah it's a you I said like it's this. a van right it's a, yeah it's a van it yeah. is a big tail light assembly like basically the back hatch opens there's two parts to the tail light assembly there's one that goes up on the hatch like and it's mm-hmm. probably like this by like this and then there's a part that is stays with the outside fender of the van that stays down you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that was that turn signal light is in that part that stays down how the hell the water got in there i don't know but it was just like one of those things you're just like, holy shit, how the hell did that happen? And then that ice being so thick, I was like, it must have it must have just like blown the socket or something in that thing. And that bulb was just like bluer than blue, like the color of it. Mm-hmm. Like I've changed those out before. I've never seen anything like that, but it was just kind of it was kind of interesting to me. Yeah, Life's wild. full of mysteries, man. Yeah. I know, Dylan, you don't do stuff like that on your car, but it was a nope. it was an interesting I, I, story to me. I, I pay people to be smart about those things, so I don't have to be. I'm Dylan increasingly don't want to pay like seventy dollars for the bulb. Yeah, I, yep. I'm increasingly more like do it yourself, do it yourself. You know, I mean, just Dylan's seen the way I do things. I just yeah, you know. If I'm gonna get into something, I'm gonna do it. I, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna do it. You know, I just. Dylan's not gonna it. go like go out to change a headlight bulb and use the knife to try and pry open the. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's got a bone hilt. There's no way the electricity can travel up it. It's true. Well, there's a brass pin in that handle too. Watch. Oh well, there you go. I don't know if brass is conductive. Guys, actually, how bad could it be? <laughs> I really should put this down. Um. Yeah, you probably should. Mostly because I'm getting tired and I don't know. Yeah. Don't but Dylan, me. those bulbs only cost like three dollars. Yeah, they shouldn't oh, cost yeah. any. Yeah, I mean, and that's like retail price. They only cost like three bucks. Oh yeah, a lot of that stuff is dirt cheap. Yeah, but anyway, that that was my little car story, my little adventure. I definitely maybe want to not say too that's interesting not the first time to I've you, heard Dylan. of it. Huh? Yeah. Maybe not too interesting to you, but. Well, the block of ice is pretty funny. It is. It's pretty fascinating how it got in there. Like, the number of people I showed it to, and they just went, how in the fuck? <laughs> well, like, you said it was know. a block, right? So it had to have gotten in there and then pooled, right? Like, pooled at some right. point? 
yeah. to freeze, and then yeah. you had the assembly and it knocked it loose or whatever inside? Well, what I think is ultimately is we brought it inside and it got warm enough that it finally disengaged from whatever mm -hmm. it was stuck to. Yeah, yeah. Because like, for like the first like 45 minutes to an hour that we had it inside the building, I didn't know that it existed. And then I started to hear it rattle around. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it, yeah, I think it got warm enough that it finally kind of disengaged from what it was stuck to. I'm thinking of what would have happened if you did never, if nothing ever would have happened with the light bulb. If like, what would it, like when it got warm out, what would it just slowly just drip and melt out? And then. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, depending on where, like where the <clears throat> hole was. Well, you know what? If it was in there, it obviously couldn't go out anywhere. Now that I'm saying this, so well, it I mean, probably unless came in from somewhere, and yeah, <laughs> probably from above of where, it, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming it's just like fucking ass cold right now, so it can maintain its solid well, state. Well, right. Well, it was remember, outside. Remember, yeah, August, August. You remember solid state with liquid Todd? Yeah, I absolutely do. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know what we ultimately ended up doing. It was Liz's suggestion. Is is I just took like a a cup of warm water, and I mean there was nothing hooked up electrically to it at this point. So mm -hmm. I had the bulb out and just poured the cup of warm water into the hole where the block of ice was to melt it down into water, and then drained it out hey, into good. the sink. Yeah. Granted, it you still didn't hit it matter. With the you could have hit it with a hair dryer too, like put it in the sink with the hole um, down, and then just hit it yeah, with a hair dryer. Maybe that was that was the initial idea, but it was taking a pretty long time. Oh right, uh, yeah. So I just like I just grabbed like a cup of hot water and just poured it into there, and it melted it down. You know, just because the difference it, in the it was taking a long time, and I was thirsty, so I wanted some <laughs> cold water. Yeah. So anyway, like I ordered. Uh, I ordered a replacement online because believe it or not, actually the place I work for doesn't have those assemblies in stock because who the fuck buys them. So I ordered one online and it, I'm going to have it tomorrow. Put this shit to rest. Yes. Well, hopefully it fucking works after that. Otherwise I'm going to be like wondering if there's something else wrong with the wiring or something. And hopefully all that water in there didn't give you a short, you know? Right, right. I'm hoping yep, it so. ended like at the socket of the bulb. The yep. only thing I consider is that the the because the brake light is on on the same assembly and it was mm. working fine. Okay, it was still working fine. So that was the only thing I got like the brake light slash parking light type thing was still mm -hmm. working. Okay. So I have hope uh, as far as that goes. Anything else you guys want to talk about tonight, or do we want to close the sucker out for tonight? No, I don't have anything else. I mean, we we ran the gamut. We talked a little music. Uh, we definitely uh, maybe we'll revisit at some point. We can do uh, Diary of Jam. Diary of Jam. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a it's good a crossover. Name. It's a crossover of uh, extraordinary magnitude. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to. <laughs> I, I figured it might be too long of a topic, but. It, it occurred to me like we were talking about the jam bands and uh, Dylan kind of introduced me to Earthless. 
I saw that on one of your uh, puzzle playlists there. Yeah. Um, great band, dude. Great they, band. They are. And, you know, you mentioned Warren Haynes earlier. Dude, and the, I the mule think, is like, how do you not think, like that? You know what I mean? Have you seen them live? Who? The mule. Oh, probably about 20, 30 times. That, how can somebody watch that and not like that? Well, that's the th that's the you thing know what that I, mean? I, I I'm trying to I'm trying to <clears throat> draw an equation between them and uh, Earthless that I think Dylan would find them very uh, appealing. I'll tell you this, Dylan: Warren Haynes's guitar is heavier than ninety percent of the dudes in the Stoner community. Oh, I be it, I, I believe it. His tone. Especially with the mule, because he has a heavier tone with the mule than he yeah. does with Allman Brothers. Um, his tone with the mule is balls, dude. Balls heavy, bro. You know? Um, yeah. Well, like he, are... he came ahead, to visit um, back in, uh, when was that, 2014. And we were going to go see, we were seeing mule, and he came up for a trip, and he's like, ah, no, no, I don't want to see that. I'm like, dude. Oh, you, you really should went, come man. and see it with us. Yeah, yeah. you really should. Yeah. One day, we're, we're get, we'll get you one day. Yeah. We'll I would yeah, do both, it now. <clears throat> both him and uh, Brother Jim uh, passed on that show. Yeah. Dude, yeah. never, never pass on a mule show ever, well, man. I would, di much different place, man. Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm I, just. But I'm just you, I, I definitely, like, when you introduced me to Earthless, I think you, like, um, sent me a Spotify playlist. And I heard them. I'm like, oh my god, this is Dylan's equivalent to Mule. Yeah, pretty much. There, there. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, because they're, they're a power trio. Yeah, they got the kind of thing going on. Yeah, for sure. And then I was kind of reading some stuff up about them, and they were like, oh yeah, Allman Brothers is a definite influence, and mm -hmm. some of the other stuff. I'm like, yeah. And then the power with... trio thing. Yeah, he plays uh, with the Black Crows. Black Crows. Who does? Did you know that Isaiah? The Isaiah guitar Mitchell. Player. Yeah. Oh, oh! Was he supposed to be on the um the, when they were doing the Shake Your Money Maker thing? The, uh, this he past was summer. On he was and on there. Oh, he was. Okay. Yeah. Because they, they were the supposed Howard to do Stern like show the whole, and all that like, shit. What's that? When they did the Howard Stern show and all that. Oh, stuff. he was on that too. Cool. Yeah, he was on all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, uh, well, they lead. He's playing lead with them. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Rich Rich Robinson never really played lead. Is he more, was he more always much. more of a guitar, uh, rhythm player? I think so because I mean some of the guys that they had play like when I've seen them have been more of like the lead guitarist for that band. I saw like, them with Mark Ford. Uh, Mark Ford, yep, and he Aldley was Freed. shredding. Mark Ford shreds, like yep, that dude shreds. Well, he uh, he kind of went back when uh, Rich was well, like Chris and Rich weren't getting along. Okay. Which is that uh probably like in the last like five to six years. And they were doing okay. the Magpie Salute band. Okay. Um I saw the mule, I saw them open for the mule. Yeah. Yeah, they totally. Did, they were they were on the tour, they did a tour like a short tour with um Magpie, Avid Brothers, and Mule doing Dark Side of the Mule. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um for and sure. I actually saw that just outside of Detroit with a with a buddy of ours, um uh, that's been on the podcast, our buddy Paul. Awesome, and that that was phenomenal. We actually missed Magpie because we we were too busy. Uh, we were too busy drinking mead. 
<laughs> It'll happen. Yeah. Uh, um, um, but who's that, um, who else is in that band? Is that Audie Friedley in that band? Audie Freed, um, not in that one, but he did play with the Crows previously. Okay. But okay. some of the other guys that they toured with, like, not necessarily did any studio stuff with, but like they had uh, Luther Dickinson from North Mississippi oh, Allstars. Love, love him. Love that dude. And then um, Jackie Green. That's R.L. Burnside's kid. You know that? Oh, I saw yeah. Jackie. I saw Jackie yeah. Green open up for. Um, uh steve earl oh that okay. fits yeah yeah okay yeah totally not when bad. jackie was was in phil's band when when it was um jackie green and and um uh larry campbell doing oh yeah friends with phil that was a really good inclination of that band those two really hit it home with, with phil i think um great shows on that tour larry campbell i mean fuck dude shreds when i saw earthless at saint vitus which was fucking awesome uh yeah a bit. and like and like in, in all honesty kind of a uh, so like the i guess we're gonna talk about this but the <laughs> thing that i think is so funny about earthless is that they are not first of all that they are not bigger than what they are they're still kind of to this day kind of an underground band for sure. to some degree uh and like the music they play like yeah, they've kind of dipped into some of like the you know the like the the doomyish sound and whatnot, but there's still like so much like just you know guitar proficiency there and just like mm-hmm. you know old school rock and roll and blues and all that there. Mm-hmm. It's really funny that they have been so like embraced <clears throat> by like the metal community. To so, you know maybe not all of the metal community, but definitely like August and I like our like our branch of it. Definitely. I mm-hmm. mean, like, you know, people fucking love Earthless. Uh, that, that's the shocking thing. Right here. They would totally kill it on, like, like the jam band circuit, too, I think. Oh, people would go nuts. Yeah. You know? There's a yeah, lot of bands that we listen to that would probably mm-hmm. do well at a Peach Festival or any I kind saw, of jam band thing. I tell you what. I saw one of the greatest things I ever saw was Clutch at Bonnaroo. The first time they played at Bonnaroo. They were playing to a bunch of people who never heard them before. And these wooks did not know how to act. It was hilarious. They were like, they knew what they were listening to was awesome. And they knew they wanted to rock out, but they did never, they had never been to a show uh, where they could let loose on that level. Because when you're go to a bunch of dead shows and Allman Brothers shows, yeah, you let loose and you, you can dance around and spin around and twirl around. But you don't get to like fucking, you know what I mean? Like you do at, at when clutch breaks into those fucking riffs, you know, um, these dudes, I literally saw a dude just jumping up and down. That's all he was doing. He was jumping up and down. And then when I looked at him, he looked at me and the look on his face he gave me was like, you know, that look like, Oh my God, this is amazing, bro. And then he looked mm-hmm. back at the stage and went back to jumping up and down. <laughs> but, I, I feel like um, the the title of um, <coughs> the Allman Brothers' last studio album that they put out was called "Hitting the Note." Hitting the note, and that's yeah. the that's the epitome of it is hitting the note. Like when you hear something, like as a fan or a band or whatever, whatever, um, whatever part you have in the music, and it just it hits that sweet spot for you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm very yeah. familiar with that. I know that feeling all too well. Uh, you know, you're saying you're saying that about um, 
clutch. And I, I kind of have. Have you ever seen or heard of uh, Andy Frasco, August? No. Okay. So, I think I think he would probably be into Andy Frasco. <laughs> I kind of. I, I, I kind of just want to see, the, just out of sheer curiosity, see Dylan just go to an Andy Frasco show just to see what happens to Dylan. What he's. Kind he's of really kind of crazy. It's like a it, he he played. He, I've seen him a couple of times. It's kind of a jam thing, but he plays organ and he's got a horn, like a, a sax player and guitars, and it's just like it's kind of obnoxious <laughs> and just fun. <laughs> okay. um, but I kind of want want to see like when you were describing that with Clutch. I, I kind of would want to see what would happen to Dylan. Like the opposite end? I would just want to see what the reaction would be. <laughs> or or something. I, I, I want to see, like, I want to, like, going back to the Sammy Hagar story, I want to see a reaction from Dylan at a show. Mm. I haven't been to a show with Dylan in a while. I want to see what happens now. See, the thing is, like, I think we could get, I think, like, I think we could have got if 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 we were like let's just say we were able to. I think we could have convinced Mike to go to Psycho Las Vegas and he would have liked it. But I don't he think he would have but I don't think he would have liked Electric Wizard. He would have just No, been like, not every band. He would definitely not no. have liked every band. But no. there would definitely have been bands that he would have dug and been fan of I, now. Yeah, I mean I, I I can definitely do that. I can I can go and um check out some things and go, okay, yeah, that was all right. That was good. Yeah. I can get into that and be a pretty good judge of that. I feel like in my own. Now that being said, I'm not like going to be like, Oh, Mike, when you're in town, gate creepers playing, you want to go, or you want to go see blood incantation. He's going to be like, maybe not, maybe not. You you would just do (laughs) what you normally do when Jim and I are in town. (laughs) Completely abandon you. (laughs) Completely abandon us and go see what would you say? Gate creeper or gatekeeper or whatever the fuck it was. I I abandoned the last time they were here. I abandoned them to go see big business. Wait, the last, the last. The last oh no! The times. last time I did that, I I've abandoned them twice. But it was just Jim and Mike. I abandoned them to go see uh, Big Business, and then when uh, everybody else was in town and we were all supposed to go see uh, Kevin Smith thing, I abandoned them to go to Ode to Doom. I was one of like maybe ten people there. Oh, the last man. three times we've oh we've the last come. three times because you went to Seder the time before that. Yep, I went to the I went to Seder <laughs> with Sarah. Every time we've come and visited him in New Jersey, August, the, the last three times, he's abandoned us. That's pretty yep. fun. To go do other stuff. Yep. <laughs> Savage. Yet, some, for some reason, we keep coming back. Yeah, he's a good dude. It it's got to be good. the Rippers. It is it's the, the Rippers. It's just yeah. the Rippers. It ain't me. Can't be Dylan. <laughs> it's got to be That's the Rippers in the, uh, the Mead and uh, the... What else? The cu- the Cuban food. Yeah. I saw a thing about making your own mead recently. Now, apparently, it's not that hard. That place near him, man, it's fucking awesome. Though. Oh, it's Actually, so I found good. out, that, I found out the... that most things aren't that hard. You know that? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> that place is awesome. Do for a visit. What's it called? Melovino. Melovino Meadery. They make some delicious oh, meadery. It's a meadery. Yeah. Yeah, That's don't. Yeah, don't get don't get sketched out if like you ever go 
and you start going to the back of the plaza, like where you think the loading docks would be. No, that's their yeah. main entrance. Yeah, it's really oh. weird. Yeah. <laughs> you, you go you, you go into the back of the plaza where you think the loading docks for Walgreens would be. No, <laughs> it's the fucking entrance to a fucking meat bar. <laughs> it's yep. the strangest fucking Are thing there, I've ever now, seen. Whenever I hear meat, I think instantly of like Vikings. Are there Vikings in there? No. Maybe. There could be. Is the guy the guy who works there, is he like got a beard and no. like a big I, I think it's got like that association with like uh Renaissance festivals. Okay. I could see and that. Maybe yeah. that's where maybe that's where your thing's coming in. Maybe. Like Robin Hood, Mead, yeah, right. Like Robin yeah, Hoodish times, yeah. like the the medieval, yeah, or like yeah, the Vikings, you know, fa- like yeah. fantasy stuff. They're always drinking mead and like mead is honey, fantasy. right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's honey, honey wine, honey, honey wine. wine. Yeah, yeah, sounds mm. kind of good actually. It's really good, dude. You <laughs> would like it. Yeah, it's really delicious. There's is like, it, is it really? Is it strong? Yeah, it's like fifteen percent. Yeah, it's like fifteen percent alcohol. Like well, they do but some you, light ones though too. Yeah, but you yeah. you drink like I don't have. I need like a, a session. Cup here. I need a session mead. All right. <laughs> they do like ones that are like five or six percent. Yeah, too. I think they do like yeah. session meads. Yeah. But like you don't drink a ton of it. Um, but mm. like they do one that we love, and it like I'm not even kidding. It t- it's like liquid peanut butter and jelly, and oh. not even like in a gross way. I'm like this is literally like. Yeah, like yeah. you just took this peanut butter jelly sandwich, and the only thing you don't really—I mean, it tastes like peanut butter and jelly. You don't get like the breadiness from it, but it yeah, literally yeah. just tastes yeah. exactly like that. It's—it's—it is mad science. Sounds delicious. It is. So, yeah. I didn't uh, even know eateries were a thing. Honestly, yeah. Wow, that's a thing. Yeah, well, we're gonna try to get August back out east. Hopefully, if Des- if Desert Fest happens, yeah, just again. be just be that careful, man. August, please. if he's got if he's got a BBD, he might just ditch you somewhere. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> August and I are talking about going to uh, the Netherlands next year, maybe. Oh, we're talking about oh. some Vikings. Yeah, we're thinking about going yeah. to a festival called Roadburn. Oh boy, it's the it's yeah. the of uh, heavy music festivals. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Well, that'd be good, and that ought to generate some more stories. Just don't bring any of your knives with you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. This is a low drama festival. Yeah. Don't don't pack your knife, Dylan. No. <laughs> Even though you, you you may need it to uh, cut cheese or boxes. <laughs> or bitches. No. Or bitches. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, what do you say? Why don't we get the hell out of here for tonight? Oh, thank you for having me. People. Oh, thank you for thank you for being on, August. No, I, I think you. we got to have you back on again so you can I'm, really I'm literally, talk I'm a lot very, more about about jam bands. Well, I'm I'm very flattered, honestly, that you guys would think to include me in this um, episode. You know, um, truly flattered. Thank you very much, honestly. Oh, you're welcome, and it's it's been fun, man. Yes, it's been fun. It's been fascinating. <laughs> we did a lot of learning tonight. We did, we did. If you all want to learn about more about Jim's BBQ, you can check us out on our Facebook page at facebook.com/slash Jim's BBQ Pod. 
And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Jim's BBQ Pod. And you can also email us at jimsbbqpod at gmail.com. Get the episodes at www.jimsbbqpod.com. Or go out to any of your favorite podcast applications and subscribe and do all that fun stuff. you have any sort of closer, Dylan? Um, it weren't no bear. <laughs> yeah, that's the closer. Uh, oh, I, I had one, though, that I'm going to add to it. Okay. Thanks for visiting Jim's BBQ. Where for a limited time, you can get our dual combo with wild pig and Bigfoot meat and two sides for $22.99. Nice. Because, I mean, it had to be one or the other. Maybe it was both. See, that's the thing. Look, with all of the anecdotal references, right? I'm talking about people saying they saw something right going from right now all the way back to hundreds and hundreds of years ago with the native americans right you get all that you get all the physical evidence which we have which are tracks and hair samples and dna and scat and all that stuff right all of these thousands and thousands yeah all of these thousands and thousands of sightings right and all this this you know hubbub or whatever in order for all this to be real only one of those things has to be true only one of those sightings only one of those footprint casts. Yeah? Keep that in mind. Only one of them has to be real. Like, only one of if, if If one of them is real, then that's it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? In a manner of speaking. I'm saying, I don't know if I, it, if it came across right. If one is real. Like, one of the it. above, one of the above criteria is if only one, and, but only one. You know what I mean? Then, yeah. Then that's something. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, I, I just, I don't really know how I can articulate that point more clearly, but I think you know what I'm trying to say. Well, the thing, the best part, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll end my, whatever, my point on this, but like the best part of your stance on it is, is the fact that you said, I'm not saying what I saw was a Bigfoot, but what I saw was not normal. And there's nothing yes. wrong with saying that you saw something not normal. Because you're not like it was absolutely this. Because when I people don't know say, because when people say it was absolutely this, I'm like, you are absolutely full of shit. Yeah, that's and there's so much of that flying around, and that's why a lot of people don't take this shit seriously, man. You know, and it sucks, honestly, and it sucks for people like me that have definitely that that you know are, are like I. The first three people I went and said something to, like an idiot, before I like developed a. a thick enough skin you know to like you know literally just say say my true feelings um when i when i told these people and they were dear friends of mine and they laughed at me that shit hurt shit hurt me and it it took me a really long time to like come to terms with that you know years took me like three years to be able to talk about it the way i do now because you kind of go around saying that shit people think you're crazy dude you know but and I, was, I don't know. I know. And then, I met, this, and then I met this idiot on the internet named Dylan, and he believes everything I say. <laughs> no, I then mean, he had you. Then he had you go on a podcast, and you talked about it. Hey, <laughs> the other host you know, did like a really fucked up closer, making a joke about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was no, gonna I, add. I was gonna add to it, and I was gonna go. And if you act now, you get a free raccoon appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a, a really cool. Uh, no, encounter but... the other day about a guy who saw one 
pick up a rock and like start knocking on he was in a hunting blind just sitting there and the thing never knew he was there and he saw it pick it up a rock and start knocking on trees and then he said it found it when it found one it pushed the tree over and ripped it open and pulled a raccoon out and bashed it like to you know bashed it to death and just sit there and tore it up and ate it he watched it eat the whole thing I mean, so maybe they are that. working in cahoots. I don't know. You know? I've seen Mike do that. It's scary. <laughs> Lies. I would have at least used your knife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. I got to go to bed. No, no. But, like, um, no, I, I, I can definitely appreciate stories and experiences like that, though, too. In all seriousness, I didn't want to, like, make you think that I was making light of your story. Not at all. Not at all, man. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, I I, I always like to like interject like humor into like that closer thing. You should just tie it into like (laughs) some of the store, like whatever we talked about, tie it into like, you know, whatever we Mm -hmm. talked about. And that, that was kind of the best part. I think that it fit into because it's always like almost like a, a restaurant. Like the beginning part is, is, um, Oh yeah, like right. We, we, we did do that. We put an intro in there that you don't you don't hear unless you listen to the final episode, and it's basically mm-hmm. like, uh, it's actually my wife saying, "Can I take your order?" And then the final part is is like us thanking you for visiting the restaurant, so to speak. Oh okay. Yeah, so it kind of ties it into a bow. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when I say that'll do it for this chapter of the diary. Yeah. That's right. And then the music yeah. comes in. Bram, boom, bram.